This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. Last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema psyops, which exploits women and men alike, to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, less repressed, and I think there's less need for cinema psyops. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema psyops. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema psyops. Long may she sail. Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. My head is fucking killing me and I'll tell that story in just a second. Speaking of things that give me an uncontrollable headache, it's Matt. Is it a tumor? No, it's not a fucking tumor. It's not a tumor. No, it's much more weird and obscure and only something fucking ridiculous like this could happen to me to cause my headache. You know, it might not a good time to tell you, but do you feel bad that I'm doing the notes with this fucking voice while you have a headache? Uh, no, it's not going to make it any worse. I'm used to how annoying you are. So this is going to be a little bit of a story. Everybody grab your cocoa, you know, pretend like you're sitting next to the campfire or whatever, because you're going to have to strap in for a couple minutes while I tell this story. All right, my pants are off. Go ahead. You nice and comfortable now? Yeah. All right. We're Scoutmaster Lewis. (laughs) It's not going to be that kind of campfire. Oh, thank God. All right. So I'm cleaning up the bathroom sink. And I noticed that I'm out of soap for hand soap, you know, like that sits in the nice little handy glass soap tray in the bathroom. Uh-huh. So I go looking for soap and I open the medicine cabinet and I look on the one side where we normally would keep it in the medicine cabinet. It's not there. It stands to reason this is what you would do. Something falls out. Oh. It's the soap dish. And I'm like, OK, well, that sucked. And I say fuck really loud because, you know, me, the slightest inconvenience might trigger my fucking intermittent explosive disorder for my rage. Yes. Yes. This isn't good for your rage at all no so i put that thing back and i'm like all right no big deal it's not in that section of the medicine cabinet well i'll just open this section if it's not there then i won't worry about it and i'll just get another thing of soap later yeah i open that section and then this fucking thing it's like some kind of weird skincare product thing but it's like this huge heavy glass vial of this stuff comes flying out Mm. lands right on the same fucking soap dish shatters it into like a billion mini microscopic shards oh my god 
that go flying everywhere in the goddamn bathroom. This triggers me to get even more angry, so I decide I'm going to use that anger and I'm going to clean this up. So Bev's like, are you okay? What can I do to help? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just really angry. Just get me something to fucking pick this up. And obviously I'm using a lot more expletives while I'm doing this. Just fucking give me something to fucking pick this up like some fucking paper towels and something to fucking deal with broken glass. Yeah. So I start cleaning that up and I get everything and she's like, well, what if it's on the floor? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I'll fucking clean the floor too, I guess. So I, I get it all wiped up out of the sink. I look all around everywhere on the sink. I hairbrush everything. I try to make sure I get it all out of there, still channeling my rage. So then <laughs> I decide I'm going to vacuum up the big plushy fucking bathroom rug in our yeah. bathroom. Yeah. And the fucking vacuum cleaner that we have is like just basically pulling up and getting stuck and just making me even more angry. So it's like, like a Dyson type fucking thing that it's modular so you can put the head of the fucking vacuum that's like got the rotator stuff to beat the rug yeah you can put that like right into the handheld thing and just basically like you know get on your hands and knees yeah and do it right so that's what i was doing to try and keep it from clogging up into the at this point you're saying if you had been exposed to like gamma radiation 10 years ago you'd have hulked out already i would have hulked out about seven times already we haven't even gotten to the worst part this isn't anything that's caused my headache yet (laughs) the hulk's just getting bigger and bigger (laughs) yeah like i'm just fucking raging out and I'm trying to keep my shit together because I'm like, I know I'm overreacting. Yeah, I although, know. Although as the Hulk, you are able to channel it. So you're just, you're the Hulk, but still just cleaning your bathroom at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Hulk after dark or like a smart Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. 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 So you're still trying to clean, but you keep getting bigger. The angrier you're getting. Well, I'm pretty close to getting the fucking rug done and I'm not clogging up the vacuum. Everything seems to be working and I'm basically bent over instead of like on my hands and knees because I don't know where any fucking glasses and I'd rather take it in the foot than on a knee or somewhere else that's yeah. even worse. Well, I'm not paying attention because I'm angry and I'm trying to get this done, but again, anybody's trying to fucking vacuum a rug and having this kind of trouble would have this happen, but I'm not looking and I spin around and I catch the fucking doorknob, the very corner of it, in the bone just under my eye, that, that ocular socket. Oh, Jesus! I'm not done. That's just the corner of it. The rounded edge that comes off of that goes into my eye socket onto the side of my temple. Oh, The corner oh. of the fucking door goes into my temple and then the, the like part that comes off of the corner and the little yeah. trigger part hits the top of my head. Good God almighty. I hit it so fucking hard I'm seeing fucking stars. Oh. And when I get my shit together it's just red. Just blind fucking rage. <laughs> rage. Like I have the fucking vacuum in my hand. There's but no more smart Hulk anymore. <laughs> no. I, I have the vacuum in my hand and the first inclination I have is throw it at that wall as hard as you fucking can. Yeah. But I just basically set it down calmly and I'm like, keep it together, keep it together. The next thing I know, I'm punching the door jam in my bathroom. This is the opposite door jam of where the wall yeah. uh, that I, I described to you earlier when you uh-huh. got here, when I had to fix my doorbell. Yes. This is, it's the same wall, but it's the other side of the door jam away from where this is. I punched that door jam so fucking hard, it pops the cover off of the doorbell on that same wall. You got a lot of rage in you, kid. <laughs> yeah, I got issues. And I punch it so hard, I fuck up my knuckle and my elbow at the same time. Oh, fuck, dude. I felt the door jam move, Matt. Yeah. I felt the door jam move. Yeah. Like, I moved part of the wall because that thing was actually screwed on there, but it busted the plastic that was holding it on to cover up the doorbell chimes. Oh, yeah. From the opposite wall. That's how hard I hit the door. Oof. Jam with yeah. my fist. My head is throbbing. I'm screaming obscenities. And Bev's like, are you okay? What happened? And I'm trying to explain it to her with keeping my cool. If I get super angry, it really affects her because she's she has a lot of empathy. Yeah. And so she takes that on for 
for all she knows, I just took the door off the fucking hinges for no reason because of the <laughs> horrible sounds emanating from the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm losing my shit trying to just basically take care of this broken glass because A, I don't want her to get cut. B, I don't want the cats to get hurt. Yeah. And then C, I don't want guests to get hurt. But that's really not that big of a concern because I have home insurance and fuck you all. Okay. Because I mean, unless you were invited, you don't belong here anyway. Exactly. And I mean specifically invited by me because Bev invites people all the time. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> I hate people, Matt, in case you haven't noticed. No, I, I know. So <laughs> I'm well aware. She's like, I'm already losing my shit and yelling and saying shit fuck goddamn about every other thing because the glass broke and that already made Bev want to stay away from me and just leave me the hell alone. Yeah. So I come out holding on to my eye and, you know, my with, yeah. with the hand that's already kind of pulsating and after is obviously you're, a bit red. After you damn near ocular penetrated. Right. Like, I felt like I took my eye out. Like, it like, was really bad. Like, like the doorknob almost got to second base with your eye socket? Kind of. <laughs> and then punching the door jam and realizing that I probably almost did structural damage to my house with my temper. Yeah. And being scared of what it would do if I hit a human being with that kind of rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, holy fuck. After I did it, I felt kind of ashamed of what I did. Yeah. You know, so I'm sitting there full of shame. Gotta my find out what's going me. on with that rage. I'm pissed off all to shit. And I'm just like trying to get some ice. And like Bev's like, what happened? And I'm like, I fucking hit my eye on the fucking doorknob. I'm like, how ridiculous is that? How does that fucking happen? The she's doorknob like, got to third base with me, okay? And, I'm, and she's like, would well, you want some ice? I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm fine. You know, and I'm just like flipping out. It's just seething with rage. And then I ice down my eye for a little while. And then the adrenaline part of it wears off. And I notice, ow, my hand hurts. Oh, yeah. Ow, my elbow hurts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the headache starts. I can usually keep my shit together with a headache, usually, and, you know, kind of be okay. This was really fucking bad. Like, I started seeing stars from the headache after Ooh. hitting my head. So I'm just golfing down Tylenol at this point because I'm like, I'm going to do the show. I'm out of fucking time. I got to record it tonight. Yeah. We already delayed it by a day. Just can't do it. Do Sorry, it anymore. WrestleMania. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not your fault. That's, yeah. you know, you asked and I said, sure, let's do it. Do you think you, know? you could have crushed Tylenol? and snorted it? I don't know. I don't know if that would have fucking helped, but I was waiting for the Tylenol to kick in, and like I'm sitting there like, I'll just focus on doing stuff. If I can just channel this and just start doing things, it'll be fine. But the more I try to help with dinner, the more I'm pissing my wife off because she doesn't want to be around me when I'm like this. Yeah. Because I'm just making life worse for her. I'd stop helping with dinner at this point and just go sit down. Well, so I'm like, I'll go pick up some other things. I grab something that's in like a case, like as one of those, uh, the box sits over top of another box, and then you have something valuable inside yeah, like is a this piece like of fucking your no good bad day or something yeah. what's happening? i'm not now? done yet i'm not done yet fucking jesus so it's like this device that's like a electronic like a muscle stimulator thing for like massages and stuff like that yeah like you know just i'm using it for lower back pain uh-huh. it the box comes sliding off the top that thing falls and cracks i keep my cool i just say god damn it why is this fucking happening today yeah so after that i put that away and i just grab the bag of ice and i try to lay down on the couch and throw the bag over top of my eye socket in my head where it's fucking throbbing and I just want to kill something to make it stop and I lay back and I had the Ziploc bag sealed but for some reason it came open and all the ice fell out of the fucking bag on me and at this point I'm saying why the fuck is this day happening like I just want to find whoever made Tuesday and just beat them to death I fucking hate Tuesdays right so I pick up all the ice I throw it in the sink I wrestle some of the ice away from Mac my cat because he decides he's going to play with one of the ice cubes and just take the melty ice all across the floor. Well, of course. I'm doing this all very calmly. I'm not no. freaking out on the cat. I'm not yelling at the cat. I'm just like at this point, I'm just frustrated and I just want to die Yeah, to get it over with. Right. I get that all done and I find like this uh, gel pack 
thing that's like for like an eye mask thing that my wife had. And I decide I'm just going to use that. But now icing down my head is making it hurt worse. Oh, God. So I have a window where I put ice over my eye. It stops hurting for a second. And then I take it off, wait for the throbbing pain to come back and then put it back on because if I leave it on too long, it's like the worst ice cream headache you can ever imagine. Ooh. Only like it's being pumped directly into the center of your head. See, what you do is you put the ice in the microwave, you get hot ice, then you use that. <laughs> That's what Icy Hot's for. <laughs> but like, seriously, I'm so fucking enraged right now. Like, it's yeah. just bubbling under the surface. Oh, I know. Yeah. I my keep... fucking hand's all swollen and hurts all to shit. My, I can feel the side of my head. Like, it's not swollen, but I can feel it. Like, I don't bruise easy. Yeah. And I'm kind of worried that I'm going to have a bruise because how do I fucking explain I live literally walked into a door and I'm, how do you fucking explain that, man? <laughs> your, your wife beats you. I, I know. Just, that's what I'm just going to just say. It. Yeah, I'm just going to be like, beats me instead of lying. Just like, I, I got, lie, a, I got a little too mouthy and I got clocked. <laughs> I got, like, cause how do you say I walked into a doorknob and make it sound listen, fucking credible? Listen guys, just don't judge her. She loves me. All right. You should have <laughs> heard what I was saying. I'm a <laughs> I know. I know. Like if it fucking bruises, I'm going to have to probably borrow her cover up makeup or something like that and like deal with it then yeah but that's my fucking night and yep. that's the start of the show dude um not for nothing maybe i should work the controls because you might electrocute yourself and die <laughs> no i've got it i've got it channeled just actually, enough actually, actually you won't be that lucky to die you'll just electrocute yourself piss yourself and then ruin your jeans <laughs> Or something worse, yeah, where like it'll like, be like a semi-permanent thing, but it'll paralyze like half my face. Yeah. But it won't be the fucking side that hurts right now. No, no. So the side that hurts will still go. And yeah. the other side that was fine is still going to be Just paralyzed. become numb for the rest of my life. Yeah. You ever thought, you know, because you say you hit your eye and stuff, you know what I always wanted to do? But I, you know, we're not in the old timey days. You know, you always saw the old cartoons or the old timey movie. They put the steak or the, the raw meat steak? Yeah, yeah. on your eye, the, the raw steak and stuff. And I was always like, man, that'd be fun. <laughs> I'm not putting raw meat on my face unless it's a sex thing. I'm just not fucking doing it. You're not going to put any of that raw meat on your face? Unless it's a sex thing. I'm just saying, that sounds dirty already. Exactly. <laughs> so the only reason I'm putting any fucking raw meat on my face, frozen or not, is if it's a sex thing. Yeah, yeah, of and course. so far, I haven't had that kink drive yet. No, yeah. The see, one kink drive I haven't had yet. Yeah, yeah, the one kink is food. Yeah. Food and sex just can't uh, do it. Fuck Tuesday right in the fucking mouth, man. Well, you know, we should just get on with this review so we get this done you can go in with your concussion fall asleep <laughs> i wouldn't sleep you're probably concussed no i don't think so i looked yeah. at my eyes and they're not doing that weird shit yeah my my uh wife last night hit her head on a doorknob legit hit her head coming up on a door back of the head so there's no marks so thank god i don't have anything to explain because again i hit my face on a doorknob doesn't sound so good especially yeah. if it's coming from a woman <laughs> The fucking doorknobs are out to get this psyop show and make it not happen. Uh, oh my anymore. god, she's she's she had a lump on the back of her head and everything because she raised. Jesus. she was bent down in a closet picking uh -huh. something up, and she raised up too quick and just caught the doorknob right in the back of her head. That's what happened here. I but was it, coming up, and it was on the upswing, so I it, caught the bottom and side across yeah, the face. It did her right in for the night, man. We got. I had to get her into bed. She just wasn't even feeling well by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. She got her. She got her shit rocked too. So yeah. Well, I'm gonna soldier through no matter. 
matter how bad it hurts, but I'm going to be a lot more fucking testy today. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's not going to be any different than when we normally do Yeah, show. I was about to say, this ain't, this ain't different. It's just your pain. You're, it's, you're no longer, I have just cause you're no, well, Yeah, yeah. Usually you're just testy just because you're being a testy bitch. Now you have just cause. <laughs> now you, now you, you're fucking in pain and shit. Yeah, so we're doing the second of the double feature Blu-ray for Primeval slash Lurkers. We're doing Primeval tonight. Yes. Roberta Finlay. And we actually got some feedback from our very faithful listener, Robert, who gave me a whole plethora of stuff from Finlay's actual adult film career. Oh, really? And also where to be able to find that. And some of those are actually Vinegar Syndrome selections. So if some of those are still around when the next sale comes around, we might be doing those too. Nice. Yeah. So let's look forward to that and not anything that I have to offer today. Hopefully someday, eventually, we'll get you guys an actual good show because it's been nothing but shit. And our numbers are showing it, Matt. They're way fucking down this Uh, last month of March. Are they down this? Yeah. March dropped hardcore for us. Maybe movie stag Jenga might not be the best idea. Idea. <laughs> oh look an obscure shit movie now we're gonna do a review on it maybe it's just our attitude or maybe it's just the way the stars align maybe, that we're just down overall maybe it was uh two straight weeks of a movie without it movies without any fucking dialogue that could have been it too i honestly don't know why do you folks listen to this show and if you did stop but you all of a sudden picked up this uh, yeah, episode uh, why have you stopped you yeah. just run out of time for us are we taking too long we, which i've heard before hurry up hurry up <laughs> hurry, move on move on my husband's coming home home soon jesus that <laughs> <laughs> uh, was my younger days before you know i met bev oh there you go there yeah. you go there you go <laughs> All right, so we're going to be talking Primeval here. We actually have a trailer this week. We actually have clips that Matt recorded once again, although you messed up a couple. Did I? Yeah, I'll point it out. Oh, uh, okay. Because you know me. Yeah. I'm going to obsess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I figured eventually it, my, my streak was going to end here with Holy Clips. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. I was able to fix some of it. Oh, there you go. All right, so we're going to play a promo for a podcast that absolutely does not want to follow this whole entire diatribe about how I walked into a doorknob and didn't get hit in the head with a baseball bat by I, my wife. I'm, I'm also just saying it's very... I'm trying to think of the word like very kind of just it makes you more of a real person yeah. <laughs> like a body fell out and broke the dish and then you're annoyed because you have to put the body back yeah everyday like annoying that. life happened to me yeah every yeah. day yeah you're very you know you're, you're very henry housemaker sure sure <laughs> gonna play a promo for a podcast that just really wishes the promo would just get played and matt would shut the fuck up we're gonna have a little bit of music that's befitting of primeval and when we come back we will have the trailer bad movies the world is full of them. From low-budget crap fests to downright unwatchable. And only two men are willing to watch them all. So climb in and take your seat. This is Short Bus Cinema. Let's do it. Hey everyone, this is Johnny Krug from Kruger Nation. And this is Rick Morgan from the Helming Power Hour. We have decided to team up and take you where no one has gone before. We're on a quest to find the world's worst movie, and we're doing it on the bus. Driving through cult classics in every genre to find the holy grail of bad movies. So if you're looking for something different and more fun than you can stand, then climb on in. Short Bus Cinema is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. That's right, yo. Short Bus Cinema. We'd love to watch the movies you hate. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. For the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. 
Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. I left alone. My mind was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. What did I see? Yes, it is. Coincidentally, 668 is the neighbor of the beast and constantly wishes the beast would clean up his front yard. Right? I mean, come on, man. What are you doing now? It's just general good property value. Right? Oh, I mean, my God. just because your neighborhood has gone to hell. Uh, uh, <laughs> you don't uh, see the people in 69 complaining, though. Oh, right. 669 is across the street, and 667 is much more cleanly than 668. Yeah. Or yeah. 666. 668 is really trying to bring up his property value so he can move the hell out of hell. Yeah, because he needs to get away from 666. Exactly. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> if 666 would just clean up his house, man, and his front yard just a little bit, 668 could sell the place. 669's way too busy doing other things. <laughs> you just want to keep making a reference to 69. Yes, I do. 69enthusiast.com? I don't know. That's probably more of a thing than sensoryenthusiast.com. That's not a thing. It's not? All right, fine. Yes, but you know what is a thing, Matt? What's that? This trailer. Hey. Since the mid-1300s, a time when the Black Plague decimated more than half of Europe, there has been great turmoil within the church. Lucifer sees this opportunity and chose a leader to recruit a great following and administer his prime evil throughout the world. And now, he wants you. And I think your phony priest has something to do with it. Oh, come on, and that's Bill, not, not all. this again. That's not all. I think your grandfather's involved. Why does he look so young, Alex? Listen, I think your life is in danger. Never forget, Alexandra. I love you. I love you too, Thomas. Do you know who she is? Pimby Brown. They must be destroyed. She was obviously drinking and choked on her own vomit. Alex. You are mine. Forever. Primeval. A story of burning passion. And the quest for everlasting life. Prime motherfucking evil. And All right. Here's the part where I play mad and just look at my phone and try to ignore that I have a headache. Yep. Go ahead. There you go. All right. Anyway, so the movie opens with what appears to be kind of like a devil person or devil demon thing. Uh, and, it uh, looked like a puppet from Jen Henson, Jim Henson's storyteller. Yeah, kind of. Like one of the demons that they made. Yeah. You know the one that I'm specifically speaking of where the guy had like uh, magic bags and a bunch of other stuff? He was playing card games with demons and he won a bunch of magical stuff. 
stuff. I think so, yeah. It's the storyteller. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I'm referring to. That's what it looks like is one of those demon puppets. Only yeah. like a shit version of that. Like a rejected Mac-hat version of those demons. <laughs> it was like Jim Henson's first attempt and he went, okay, I can do better than this. It's like he tried to spray paint Kermit the Frog red. Yeah. And then put like these weird fucked up bat wings on it. That's kind of what the demon puppet That's like. kind of what's going on there. Yeah. It's like uh, Gonzo painted red and on meth. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. the love child of Gonzo and Fozzie Bear painted red and on meth. Like they took bath salts and then they had a child which was also on bath salts. Bath salts babies. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> Thank you. It's Thanks, thing. David. Thanks, Dave. Uh, anyway, so we open up with some explanatory dialogue. So, of course, that's going to be our first clip. Which coincidentally was actually in the trailer, but you're going to hear it again. Year of our Lord, 1349. The Black Death had already decimated more than half of Europe. It was both a devout and superstitious time, and the people believed that God was visiting the plague upon them to expiate their sins. Father Thomas, in the name of God! God! Who's God? God has forsaken us. That is blasphemy. There was great turbulence within the church. The fallen angel Lucifer seized this opportunity. He chose a leader who would recruit a great following and administer his prime evil throughout the world. Okay, so that was a different guy than what you actually heard in the trailer. Yeah, boo, he said it. Yeah. He said it. He said the name of the movie. Yeah, they He's, say the name of the movie they, later they, on. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite part. That's the clip that you fucked up. Oh, is it? Yeah, you cut off the word in at the start, so it goes, the year of our Lord, blah, blah, blah. And I was oh. like, that's not right. Something's wrong here. Actually, it sounded like this. No, the year of our you Lord. You know what? I was cutting them really close to start clips. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, you want to kind of back up the movie and start yeah. it again. That's just a quick pro tip there. They're just for one word. <laughs> In. Yeah, yeah, but you know me, I can't just let you it go. You just can't let it go. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's why it's I'm naming the and reason, shaming it. It's part of the reason why right now you are hand hurts, elbow hurts, head hurts, no. eye hurts. <laughs> no, because no. you can't let things go. No, the reason that my hand, my elbow, well, not my eye, that was an accident. I just hit the door jam yeah. or the door fucking knob. But the reason that my hand and my elbow hurts is because I have a very serious mental disorder. Yeah, that I need to go see someone about. Yeah, but I refuse to because I'm a big headed. You, you either need to go see somebody or do it shoot up way more marijuana. But it's got to be one of the two. <laughs> ah, do the fucking notes. All right. <laughs> Just trying to help. So, uh, spoiler alert, you're not. You know, well, fuck you. Anyway, at least I tried. Uh, so, <laughs> the uh, devil, uh, the main devil dude here, he offers everyone to join them or die. One of the guys, of course, ain't joining. So he beheads him and he kills another. And it goes, string goes black and we find out we're in New England and it's the present day. We know this because it tells us. It writes it. D- doesn't it look exactly screen. like it did in Lurkers 2 where there's like it, no punctuation? It's just a New England present day. Exactly. Yeah. It, it actually goes New England then a whole separate screen present day. They, well, that's like punctuation. Yeah. Whenever you fade away before one they title wasted, to the next. They wasted two title screens to let us know New England and then the present day. Present day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is supposed to be taking place during the Black Plague and a bunch of people turn away from their faith because quote-unquote God fails them. Yeah. And they're saying some things like that when this whole thing is going on. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that portion of the dialogue. Like, I actually kind of was buying this, and I kind of wish they would have spent a little more time in the Dark Ages or at least gone back to show you some more of the development of the cult. Maybe some more of the orgies. Sure. That Black Death orgy. Sure. We yeah. never actually saw any of that, but okay. we got a hint of it in the Mask of the Red Death. Oh, by the way, vaccinate your kids. Okay, people? <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially if you're the orgying type. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, live in rat filth. Definitely then vaccinate your kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want none of that hunt a virus. No. We see a priest. He's trying to run up into a cathedral. He's not looking too good. Uh, he keeps repeating that he needs to see the bishop. As he gets into the bishop, he tells them that they are back and God help us. And then he dies. And after he uh, falls, the bishop finds a evil looking like talisman medallion thing that he was clutching <laughs> yes uh i mean it's a it's a pentacle yeah with, without a circle and it's kind of face got a, on it yeah it's got like a goat's head looking kind of thing on it's it. it's got a devil face on let's well the devil from this movie yeah which whatever. i'm pretty sure that they either carved it to look like that fucked up muppet shit yeah. or they had a fucked up muppet pentacle thing that they were able to press a bunch of or like, bought a bunch of jim henson and go do you have any of your really early stuff really early really early do you have that sweetums that got covered in red candle wax that would be perfect that would right be, now. yeah that would be great uh, yeah that's exactly what i have <laughs> fucking awesome can we have it please <laughs> they called up the people who made rawhead rex and they're like yeah, yeah sorry on the last night it got all burnt and turned red perfect send Bur- it over you're fine send it over here we'll make this work now we just need to get some bat wings on this yeah this would be great um we have a dark ritual and that is our next clip <laughs> In the name of our Lord God Satan, the ruler of the world, I hereby command the forces of darkness to bestow their infernal powers upon me. Is she pure? Yes. I swear it in the name of Satan. Is she your child? Yes. Swear it in the name of Satan. She is my daughter. I swear it in the name of Satan. Know this to be true. With the sacrifice of your child, you will be granted 13 years under the protection of our Lord God Satan. For 13 years, you will have power. For 13 years, you will want for nothing. For 13 years, you will not grow older. 13 years from this day, you will once again prove your devotion to our Lord God Satan with another sacrifice of a blood relation. You know what must be done? I do. Then seal your pact with Satan. So that guy just killed his, there's the real 40-year-old virgin, that girl, that lady, that lady was, that lady was a bit older. I have a real problem with them using grown adults. Yeah. Because it seems like all they really need is a, the the stipulations seem to be for this particular ritual, virgin, uh, unsoiled, and blood relation. Yes. Why aren't you just killing a freshly born baby? Well, you could do that. Or just abort the baby in your pregnant spouse right there. Yeah. Or if you're the the mother of the baby, just sacrifice the baby there. Better yet. Just go to a high school prom, or not even a prom, go to a high school homecoming, find the first freshman boy you find, bam, there's your virgin, just take him down there and kill that kid. It is it over. To, it has to be a blood relation, that's the stipulation. Oh, yeah, it has to be, oh, I forgot. So it has to be a blood relation, and I think it has to be like your child or grandchild, it can't be just like a cousin. You ever, you ever think like one of them sitting there, they're like, they're like, well, our time is coming up, are you nervous? And like, nah, no, my son uh, already needs corrective
expensive glasses, he has a skin condition, and he has severe halitosis. So I'm pretty well fucking set. <laughs> Shit simple. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a bunch of people that are like, I'm just not going to vaccinate my kid for Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Let you that go. take care of itself. That, yeah. uh, do I have to do the ceremony? Well, what do you mean? Oh, I didn't vaccinate my kid. Whoa, dude, get your kid vaccinated, right? Satan's about a lot of things, but not about not vaccinating, okay? That's just irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, you want to make the kid live long enough for you to be able to drive a knife through his virgin or her virgin heart. Yeah, I mean, come on. You, you guys are just being selfish now as parents. <laughs> Think of other people's children for once. Jesus, not everyone's a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about it in that stipulation. Yeah, baby should have done it. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like having more years on them and they're pure longer gets you more time or gets you Yeah, because the first go points. around, he gets 13 years. Well, and they say you get more points. Like, they don't even have to be virgins. You get more points if they're virgins. No, I think you have to be pure and you have to swear it on Satan. No, because he, at one point, we'll have a clip on it later, okay. but he is talking to one of the guys. He goes, remember, you get more points if she's a virgin. So at least has to be a blood relative that you murder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's more points if they're a virgin. So, And we're speculating that it has to be a child or a grandchild. It has to be like a descendant. It, it has to be, yes, a descendant. Yeah. It has to be a blood relative. Like, because a blood relative is like, well, my Uncle Steve's kind of a dick, so fuck him. <laughs> and I'll just yeah, kill I, him. I can think of about three or four relatives that I would definitely sacrifice for yeah, yeah, at right? least 13 right. years of like comfort and joy. <laughs> Like how I phrased it that way? Yeah, right. Very Comfort religious. And joy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucked up. Well, I took a doorknob to the eyeball, and now I apparently have a concussion. Is this a thank you movie, though? The scene? Uh, she's kind of naked, right? Yeah. And she's not willing, or is she willing? It's well, she, well, she's in a trance until she sees her father with the knife. And then she comes out of it and yeah. is stabbed. I'm going to take the win on this because there's very few boobs in this movie, so yeah. it's a thank you movie because we right. at least see boobs. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, it was nice that that 50-year-old could see her father one last time before she he was murdered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the family that slays together stays together. When that daughter was laying on the table, you think priest, uh, priest uh, Thomas there was like, her, she's a virgin? Yeah, why? I'm just saying, she looks almost 40. Dude, she's only 16. Yeah, but be, I'm just saying, all right, no, 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 fine, fine. Okay, it's fine. He swore upon Satan. Whatever, yeah, all right, go ahead and do it. Jeez. Apparently Satan's the ultimate lie detector. He does say at one point, he goes, he goes, you must say it louder for Satan to hear you. And he goes, and he redoes it. I was like, maybe he is like, oh, shit, they know. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just stop speculating on all this know. sexist horse shit about this woman's he's like, proclivities. He's like, I don't even know who this lady is. I just found her on the street, brought her in, said she's my daughter. These people are buying it. Well, uh, Satan invented lies. I don't think he's going to fall for yours. I know, right? You don't think, but maybe he's not paying attention. You know, I'm just saying, he's probably got a lot of cults around there. He's a very <laughs> apathetic devil. Yeah, you're probably not paying attention to everybody. <laughs> like the um, robot devil. Yeah, right. Uh. A woman is down in the basement and she's uh, looking for someone named Ben. And then all of a sudden this creepy maintenance guy shows up and, well, we find out that's Ben. She gives him a list and says if she if he has to take anyone, to anyone out to make sure it looks like an accident. Did you not think she looked exactly like the daughter who just died in the last scene? Yes. At one point we saw it and I'm like, do we just go back in time? It, like, yeah. Because you gotta give me the, if you, we're gonna go back in time, that's fine, but you gotta give me the place card, let me know. Do they become soulless minions after the sacrifice to Satan or something because I, there's other people that were supposedly sacrificed that show
show up later too. I think I maybe I don't know because it never said. Honestly, but, I wasn't looking at her face anyway. Damn. What did I say that out loud? Yeah, it's the headache. It was talking. quietly, but you said it out loud. It's the headache talking. Courts could be more of a misogynist tonight. The part of him that made him more of an ally was damaged in this. So you have to wait for it to get better. Yeah, once the swelling goes down, I'll be back to my normal self. <laughs> it's his. It's the misogynist zone. Like it's to the dead zone. It's like a concussion that causes misogyny. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I was like, God, you know, listen, take us back in time. That's fine. But you got to give me place cards. You got to be like New England still, but five minutes earlier. Two so, weeks before New yeah. England. <laughs> so anyway, now we cut to a young woman named Kathy, and she is meeting her caseworker, Alex. Kathy Kathy was a prostitute and drug addict, but luckily she was kind of busted. And Matt's kind of woman. I hey, the busted part. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excluding your current. Yeah, of course. Current relationship. Of course, yes. My, my wife is not a drug addict or a prostitute. <laughs> uh, no, but no you much, did have a type before that. No matter how many times I keep telling her that could really help out with the retirement plan, but whatever. Wow. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Uh, she, uh, however, she has turned her life around here and she's even got a job opportunity as a paralegal. She's very excited. Uh, then she introduces Alex to her boyfriend, Sam. Uh, then we see Ben just lurking in the background and no one recognizes a six foot six dude just standing there. Yeah. He's, I mean, I can see him plain as day. He's like a gelatinous cube. He's like six foot six by six foot six. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's but, just a big fucking dude. He is. And like, he's there in perfect sight. Like, you, you guys can't see that guy right there? Satan is giving him a cloak of invisibility. Really? Well, or, or, or do you mean Satan is giving him uh, a plot objectiveness that he can... Eh, column A, column B, I don't know. Yeah. I was looking at it along the lines of, he's that kind of creepy guy that no one ever really wants to pay attention to, so he's just there in the background and people discount him. I'll give him, like, the Jason much, Voorhees Much thing. like me at any gathering. Well, in a sense, we all know you're there, but you've now cornered, usually corner yourself, but we all know you never go to an animal when it's cornered itself you always just let it figure it itself out yeah or i just put my headphones on and tell everybody to fuck off when they try to talk to me that that too that too i always enjoy watching that alex is working out with her friends and they're all talking about dudes and uh what dudes are going out at dates with and her friend wants to know about uh alex and her boyfriend bill are we just going to ignore the fact that her friend is walking up a staircase she's walking backwards. up a, a stairmaster backwards eating cheetos uh-huh in the old style bag when it was like a blue bag of old cheetos. school style cheetos constantly munching constantly yeah. working out and just like you has so much the, junk food going on while she's working out you cannot train a shitty diet i'm just saying <laughs> apparently she could because she was keeping it tight tight mm. <laughs> anyway uh, so uh alex kind of gets really defensive about this and then she pretty much doesn't want to answer the question how her boyfriend is in bed and then pretty much slut shames her friend yes but this main character also has some sexual issues we'll she, discover later. You're going to discover later. You're gonna, you're, it's going to be this fine. This is but... one story thread this film has hinted at and developed rather well. Yes. I think this is one story thread that you can really see being pulled across the entirety of the film. Yeah. So far. And not this, just her, but n- numerous characters being Hang-ups abused. about sex or, yeah, or and abuse, being yeah. abused. But the, the cult threads aren't 
so great they're just kind of hinted at but i i like it being more esoteric and you don't really know what's going on yeah other than a few things that you've seen uh-huh. but the character her name's alex right yes okay i thought so i was just getting the other one confused because i i don't know something about a woman eating cheetos really does it for me that that one's uh on a stairmaster no, no less i think that one's brett sure let's yeah. call her brett oh no it's brett okay but the alex character when she's talking about this and her friend is talking about sex she's okay mm-hmm. with her friend talking about sex until her friend pries into her life yes and you actually see that actress shut down yeah she does a really good job with this trauma section there's plenty of other acting pieces she does that's not that great and we've seen that in lurks her lurkers because she was the main character in lurkers as well that's right same actress but like she's actually doing really great here and it's surprising because these two films were shot the same year probably even back to back yeah possibly even at the same time yeah (laughs) well you have to give some time because uh, a detective we're about to meet was also in lurkers he had to give him time to grow a porn stash so maybe, or like maybe he month. shaved it off for Larkers. Maybe, maybe they shot oh, this that's first. Right. Back to back. Yeah, there you go. Who knows? All right. Uh, we see Sister Angela, and she's meeting with the bishop, and that is our next clip. Bishop McCabe, I know what happened to Father Daniel. It was sad, but expected. He had a massive coronary. No, they killed him. You're holding their talisman in your hand. Sister Angela, how much do you know about this? When I was a child, we traveled a lot. My father had business in many countries. My mother was always so strange. Towards the end of her life, we lived in Egypt, and it was there that she met those people. She became devoted to them, and one night, I was taken to a great hall. I was barely conscious. When I awoke, I was chained to a cross. Father came and rescued me, and mother died a few weeks later. That whole night is very blurry, except for one thing. That, that face was on the monster that they used. They used me. Mother let them use me. I went away to school. There was evil in the world, so I joined the convent. You poor child. I'm afraid it's worse than you think. Hundreds of years ago, thousands perhaps, a sect, a cult was developed, which worshipped a pre-Christian horned god were dedicated to destruction, damnation, and the weakness of the flesh. Some have vowed to have eternal life granted to them by Satan. I believe they've returned. Your mother probably tried to become one of them. As for poor Father Daniel, he must have discovered their corrupt lair. What can be done? They must be destroyed. I've been in touch with the Archbishop and some plans have been made. Please, Bishop, let me help. It'd be extremely dangerous. We need someone from the church to infiltrate their cult. My life was saved. Saved for this. Please, Bishop, let me go to them. They're extremely powerful. I don't think we can take the risk. Please, Bishop. It must be done quickly. At the winter solstice, they're in their most vulnerable state. How will I find them? They will find you. I can arrange that. They will find ironic pleasure in accepting a disgraced nun. But you mustn't be fooled. They will be masquerading as priests, nuns, and bishops. Their heresy knows no bounds. I'll arrange for you to leave the convent. You'll be given some instruction, and it will be known that you have renounced your vows. Yes, Bishop. And may God be with you. And a plan for it. 
sister Anne is a, not that great of an actress. She is not. But the story's there. But again, more abuse. Yes. Yes. Uh, the way that she says they used me, they used me badly or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It, it really diminishes the point that the story's trying to bring across. Yeah. You really need a better actress to pull that one over. Or actor or whatever. Or actor Someone or whoever. That, whoever's delivering dialogue talking about what happened. But she's delivering it so emotionless and flat that you don't really, we're, you don't really catch that she's what she's talking about. And you don't really like get the trauma aspect of it. You just kind of know that she said something and your brain doesn't process it the way that it should. And we're soon going to get a really good acting or, job of about the same uh, thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm telling about a uh, different kind of abuse or not or different, of, same kind of abuse. An assumed similar type of but abuse. But something that actually makes dialogue. you invested in it and doesn't camp it up and make it seem kind of just, I don't know, just, uh, I don't know, over the, over the top. She didn't go over the top, just so, I don't know, flat, nothing there. Yeah, just basically delivering the dialogue to get it out, but not actually, she's just like she's spitting out it. the dialogue and you don't see any emotion or reaction to it. Yeah. And I guess if you wanted to say that it was a thematic choice to where she's devoid of all emotion now. I don't, I, but I, I then I don't like that decision to go there. Yeah, but. But I, if, every, if that's what she's delivering it, she'd be talking like I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, yeah, I wouldn't like that decision either. But anyway, uh, Kathy and Sam are back at uh, his place making the beast with two backs when Ben breaks in. Now, this is the blonde lady that was the ex-prostitute that's now a paralegal. Yes. And she's the one that's riding on top of the dude with her yes. boobs out. Yeah. So that's a huge thank you the movie. Thank you movie. Did those look like they were fake to you? They looked a little too like rounded and super perky. They look like they were like 80s fake boobs. They might have, they might have, you know what? I don't know if they were fake to make them bigger. I bet they were fake to make them firmer. Almost as if maybe this young lady has had a child and decided, you know, I don't need bigger boobs, but you know. Like a mommy tuck? Yeah, like a mommy tuck. Like, it's like, I don't need anything bigger. Can you just make them so that they don't look like a human fed on them? Well, if that is 100% natural, then she's. Yeah, if it is, then. She looks like a Barbie doll with those. Good. That just that, good, good for you. That does doesn't look even like naturally human. Yeah, congratulations on your genetics. Good, I guess good, good for your genetics if that's yeah. the case. And if they uh, are, the reason that I asked is because I kept going back and fo- zooming in, back to the left, back to the left. Well, I was going back and I was looking for scars or any kind of an indication. Like that's I was. And it whoever was, your it doctor was, purely, was, if if these, these are artificially augmented in the eighties, uh, yeah, in the eighties, whoever your doctor was, uh, yeah. Good job. Bravo, sir. Yeah. You are a you are a, a credit to your craft. It was purely academic, Matt, that I was looking for the scars. Yeah, back and to the left. I get it. I purely get it. Purely academic. Zapooter film on boobs. That's fine. That is my whole life story. The Zapooter film for boobs. Exactly. Somehow that's going to become alternative photography. It's got to be. <laughs> As Elaine in postcoital bliss, Kathy hears something. As she goes up to the door, is listening. Uh, ben breaks in. Ben and Sam fight, and looks like Sam's got some uh, chops to fight. You know, he's doing some roundhouse kicks, kicks, and he's kind of beating the shit out of Ben a little bit. I mean, the choreography in this yeah. is really poor, but I can see what they were trying to do, and I'll give them props for what yeah. they were trying to I do. I mean, they're trying to make Sam look like he could. They're they're, they're going to make Ben here look even more dangerous because. 
not like he's jumping a guy who doesn't know how to fight because they're trying yeah. to they're trying to make it seem like Sam's a good fighter. But I mean, they do okay with some of the choreography. It's just you could kind of tell that the guy can't do some of the kicks. Yeah. But did you notice when he throws him into the table that it was just four legs and mm. cardboard on top? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah, just yeah. kind of like threw together yeah. so it would fall apart. And the same thing with the chair. Did you notice that the parts yeah. of the chair were actually cardboard? Cardboard. So yeah. They gimmicked everything up. Yeah. Yeah. But like they did a really good job with the chair, but the the table was really obviously just oh, cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Anyway, it looks like Sam has won the fight, and he goes to embrace uh, Kathy, only to have Ben get up and stab him right in the back. Establishing that Ben is a dirty fighting son of a bitch. He is. And also, he might be uh, supernatural in a sense, because he just did just take a pretty good ass whooping. You is know, Ben supernatural? Mm, I don't know. Or is he just so big and, you know, he can take a, he can take a beating and get back up and just go? Something tells me that he's been beaten a good portion of his life so yeah. he knows how to take a punch so anyway uh he kathy runs and uh ben chases her down the stairwell he gets up with her injects her with some sort of drug that knocks her out it's important to note that she's in a very silky robe that's showing off the better portion of her legs and yeah. parts of her butt when she's running down the stairs because she's still naked under that robe. yeah and as he's carrying her out and his face has blood on it some guy walks past him and go huh too much to drink and ben goes yeah and he goes huh, have a good night and he keeps walking that guy's oblivious and they and they say kids today are oblivious with their face and their phones i think people are just oblivious throughout life no one wants to recognize problems kitty genovese man that's what it's all about yeah uh well we see it's christmas time and alex and her boyfriend uh bill are shopping alex asks uh you know what they uh get the an 80 some year old man who has everything and uh i believe bill says something like uh ben gay or some shit like that you know making a joke yeah it was something along those lines yeah. where it's some type of ointment or yeah, something for something. his tired old bones yeah um anyway as they're taking a horse-drawn carriage ride alex asks him if he wonders why she won't sleep with him uh, she explains that her father sold her as a child for men to take pictures of her and then they would bring in a young boy and make them do things together and then take pictures of that she said it went on for months until her grandfather came home one day and said that her father would never be coming back that's all he said and she said he dropped off the face of the earth after that and the only so, two people who knew what her grandpa f- sacrificed his son when he found out about this to get another 13 years i think so yes yeah okay just and that's why i mean obviously the father's in the virgin and he got 13 years out of that so maybe or maybe like another seven who really knows yeah who knows how many years but so uh but now the only people who know about this are her grandfather and now bill uh when she's telling this story this is the part that we were talking about this actress she is delivers very ex- she delivered this very well you're moving over it and you didn't clip it because it's extremely uncomfortable and it's really difficult to get through that because she does it so well and i didn't want to put that in the audience ears uh over and over again because she does it very well and you feel like really gross about it so yeah when she delivered that i actually was kind of choking up a little bit like i felt it and i was shocked that like this actress the lady from the lurkers had this range yeah exactly and why wasn't it in the lurkers Uh, well probably because maybe the lurkers was first maybe they were learning in the lurkers or maybe she just got the right cue and the right thing to talk about to where she was able to grab on to this discussion she, and actually make it more heartfelt. She did a great job because it was fucking heartbreaking. It was. It was really tragic and it made me question what might have happened in this actress's life and what where she pulled that, that yeah. feeling from and then it made me go down this rabbit hole in my brain of thought process that I didn't want to go through. Exactly. Which is why I'm also glad you didn't 
and grab that <laughs> clip, but we need to talk about how uncomfortably realistic and yeah, emotional I mean, she, that was. What, what The reason I pulled that Sister Angela clip of her explaining it, because it was so deadpan, it, you really feel nothing on that. Right. But this... And you don't it, question if anything happened to that actress. If, if, if that actress had done the same kind of job as this, I wouldn't have taken a clip for the sister one at all either. We'd had no clips on that because fuck. And Matt's too uncomfortable to discuss something so horrific. I am. I, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't want to say that that's something that you should be ashamed of. I totally yeah. get it. I, on the other hand, want to talk about that kind of stuff. Well, because I want to talk about the actress and how well she acted it. Right. That's fine. I don't want to talk about the subject matter. Well, the subject matter is important to bring up because it's part of the crux of the story where this is an ongoing thing and it also sets up if you think about it that her father the son of her grandfather yeah is also involved in something nefarious as well and that this yeah. cult is doing some other things in their spare time when they're not trying to gain more time by well, sacrificing and here's, blood relatives. and here's the thing maybe the son wasn't even in the cult maybe he's just the evil offspring just, of just an just, evil fucker he's just a fucked up kid or fucked up guy who decided to do fucked up shit sure i mean and so then his you know his dad was like fuck you bye you're dead if you're having trouble picturing how people can be this evil throughout generations just picture the trumps and this will probably help you i mean just picture how donald trump hugs his daughter <laughs> oh gross yeah yeah there it is that didn't help my headache no i know all right you shut me up let's move on yep <laughs> uh sister angela has a very quick meeting with uh thomas and uh, it's just a real quick you know we just want to speak to you that sort of thing um alex is then visited by a homicide detective dan carr who is uh was our main evil guy and boyfriend and the lurkers yeah yeah uh, but he's all mustached up he's almost he's got a porn stash now so you know he's trustworthy he's got so it's more of a tom Selleck type mustache it feels less ron jeremy and a little more tom Selleck. really yeah i did not get that because it's hard to get tom Selleck. i mean only tom Selleck is a tom Selleck stash i said more like tom Selleck uh, and less like ron jeremy okay well cure there <laughs> and besides it's no sam elliott no one will ever no. have a sam elliott mustache no, but no. sam elliott sam elliott's in a, in a class on his own for, for mustaches. Absolutely. Uh, um, he uh, needs to talk to Kathy as they have found her boyfriend uh, Sam dead. Uh, so then Alex gives him uh, the information for Kathy's job interview, which she said she would not miss. It's too important. Uh, Thomas and Alex, Thomas meets with Alex's grandfather and that is our next clip. To get a little close. Your time is running out. Are you sure you can deliver a blood relative? Delivered one 13 years ago, didn't I? You did. But he wasn't exactly what we had in mind. This time, we expect you to deliver a woman. A young, innocent woman. Where? And Alexandra is going to be perfect, as far as my son is concerned. He deserved to die. He abused my granddaughter. Remember, you get extra points if she's a virgin. She's been terrified of men ever since that dumb son of a bitch fucked with her head. God works in strange ways, doesn't he? You're being very flippant for a man about to sacrifice his granddaughter. Remember, your life won't be worth much if you screw up this ceremony. You're talking to me like I'm a beginner. I've got my victim and I'll deliver. I assure you, nothing will go wrong. Dear George, you're a miserable, selfish old man. And I think for your own protection, dear George, I better keep an eye on this deal myself. Why are you so good to me? Look, George, I don't give a damn about you. But Lucifer hates losing anyone from his family. That reflects on me. And this I won't stand for. Did you see this? None accused of devil worship is excommunicated. I know about it already. We've made contact. 
So the film did a really good job of setting up this thread and making you think about it before they pay it off with this dialogue. Yeah. And I don't think they needed to come right out and say it was my son, but it helps because if you don't put the pieces together on a second watch, if you go back through and watch it again, then you see her talking about it and then you see the pieces going all together mm-hmm. and then you realize, holy shit, they set it up over here yeah. and I wasn't paying attention and I just didn't kind of realize that it's they're all the same family. It's all the same Trump shit the going same, on yeah, in this yeah, family. All the same, they all it's all very familial in here. <laughs> so I just think it's really kind of interesting the way that they're doing this particular story thread for Alex's family that has to do with her grandfather. And yeah. biblically speaking, they have this whole like sins of the father beset upon the children. Yes. And then their descendants. And you just kind of see how this, for lack of a better term, wave of evil is kind of cr- like just basically crashing into the yes. family line. It's really well done. Sins of the father. Yeah. It's really well done in this movie. And I was not ready for that. I wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was really well done. The storytelling in this movie's it, it, excellent. I mean, not to spoil till the end. You know, we usually talk about that, but I quite enjoyed the storytelling. Well, the reason in this I'm movie. doing this is because in the final thoughts, we're going to be we were talking about comparing and contrasting the liquors yeah. and everything. And I've done a little bit of that, and I'm trying to lean off of that, and I'm just going to focus on I what you. I like about Primeval here, and then move on. All right, uh, Alex gets a call from Carr that Kathy never showed up to her interview. Uh, we see Gramps is uh, trying to get some from a woman named Addison. Uh, she kind of debuffs him. She goes after the ceremony and he was like, yeah, you said that last ceremony, but then you went not run off with Thomas. And then he says one day he will replace Thomas as the leader of uh, this particular cult. So Gramps has some visions of grandeur floating in his head. Yeah, you're never going to replace your high priest unless your high priest fucks up and then you get to move up because Satan tells you so. Yes. You try to replace your high priest without your high priest fucking up and you're going to lose. Some of us learn this the hard way wait who's that nothing never mind move no, on no no oh man you try to take over high priestess you get a doorknob in the eyeball <laughs> it all comes back to that goddamn doorknob <laughs> so ridiculous that should never have happened <laughs> Uh, Bishop, the Bishop and Sister Angela are talking. She wants to make sure God will understand if she has to take different vows. And the Bishop's like, God will know what's in your heart, no matter what you're saying to them. That sounds like a fucking cop out. (laughs) Uh, Thomas visits Kathy and while they're there, he, uh, pulls, uh, because Kathy's now bound into a bed while there, he pulls some weird Dracula look into my eye stuff and appears to be able to seduce and hypnotize her. This is a kind of power that could make you want to be a high priest. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. That's a little... A little rapey? Yeah, that's a lot rapey. Not just a little. That's a lot. That's... You're at Cosby levels at this point. Yeah, but if you have the power and all you have to do is suggest it and then it happens, what's so evil about that? Uh, that's... Yeah, okay, Bill. That's great. What's <laughs> a pudding? I'm not, I'm not saying you drug them. I'm saying that if you could change... It's the same thing! It's just magical. What's yeah, so... but it's a magical drug then. You're magically <laughs> drugging them <laughs> you're giving them a magical putty pop <laughs> okay so it's bad <laughs> and it's wrong yes fine i won't try to circumvent people's free will with magic anymore <laughs> okay thank you jesus fucking christ Go back to science you asshole <laughs> fucking you're getting into the mystics now it's starting to really rank up the goddamn lab uh alex and her mom are getting ready for a party at her grandfather uh mom is very obviously not a fan of her husband her former her her former husband's side of the family says she does not trust the people and she feels that they are evil where was mom when all of this shit was going down with alex mom seems to have a drinking problem (laughs) it's not a problem she's always drinking yeah well and then number two uh you know 
uh, he seems to come from money. You know, the dad side of the family had money. You know, maybe the mom didn't. Makes courts and stuff like that. If they were still, de- if they were divorced, maybe they were still together. Uh huh. Yeah, and so you know, maybe mom was just a little too drunk to notice that. You know, dad taking the daughter out. Yeah, could and be. And mom doesn't even know about that. It doesn't you know, seem like it because she you know, doesn't mention. Alex any of that. said the only two people who know about what her father did was her grandfather and now Bill. And then all the people that were photographing and or filming what was happening. Well, yeah, them too. But I guess I'm thinking she meant in her own life. Yeah. But, but I'm pretty sure that that was the cult. And then when the yeah, dad found out. Do you think out, it was the cult? Yeah, I think. Because that, if they're going to bring a young boy in there. I mean, don't you think they would be like, no, we don't want to screw that up. <laughs> and because, you know, that's somebody's offering, you know, the sacrifice thing. I don't think it was part of the cult because the, yeah, but the they grandfather actually, was really they obviously pissed didn't that he do did that. Because she's pure. Yeah, but thank God. I think, I don't think that had anything to do with the cult. I don't think the son had anything to do with the cult because he was too weak and too much of a. Maybe the son know, was rebelling by going to a different cult. Maybe, well, yeah, going to a different type, doing a different type of evil shit. Maybe he's trying to prove to his father, you know, you know, I can be evil too, Dad. And his dad was like, oh, fuck, no. You just wait, Dad. <laughs> I'll show you. Uh, and just like that, we have President Trump. So anyway. <laughs> Throw in a little bit of fucking racism. And by a little bit, I mean a heaping fuckload. Yeah. Uh, Alex and Bill and her mother are at the party. Uh, Thomas is introduced as uh, the family priest. Uh, and he is quick to steal Alex away in this much to the chagrin of Bill um, uh, granddad uh, is talking to mom and he wants Alex to move in with him but the mom is opposed to it but she also says that Alex is a grown woman and she makes her own decisions on where he lives but she'll do everything she can to stop it and she, that move will only happen over her dead body which is not something you should ever say to someone who's evolved in the occult yes that's that's not good you're only going to make that mistake once yeah uh, Bill is really not liking watching Thomas with Alex while some other priest tries to talk to him about history and shit like that. Um, and we cut to, we get to see Alex and Thomas a little bit closer and hear them talk. And that is our next clip. Told you all that. I shouldn't have gone on about myself so much. I'm sorry. Sweet Alex, come to me when you need a friend, someone to talk to. I will always be here for you. Give me your hand. You trust me, Alexandra? Yes. You need strength from a man. You need real love. A man's love. Do you love Bill? I think so. He's so young. I think maybe he's not enough for you, my Alex. We're getting married. Alex, there's more to love than marriage. You must lose yourself. Your body must become like air, free. You must be possessed by passion. Do you understand me, Alexandra? Shh. Your eyes tell me how you feel. You are so beautiful, so fragile, so vulnerable. I will be your protector, your champion. Look deeply into my eyes. You touch my very heart, my very soul. So this guy's super, super seductive. Leave me alone, Father Thomas. Leave me alone. I don't want communion wine. I'm sorry. Where are we? Are what you, happened? Are you flashing back? Whoa. That was weird. Okay. We here? We back? Yeah. Listen, I may have to start getting tattoos now. <laughs> Uh, Can we go on back throw the ball around a bit? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that was extremely creepy. I named yeah. that clip Creepy Old Fucking Man. Yeah, because that was. That was fucking, what the fuck? Yeah, he was totally creeping on her, and she was, like, into it. Oh. So, like, is that technically wrong? Because he looks like he was using his magic to be persuasive and seductive. That's the kind of girl who would take an older man and call him daddy all the time. Now, that's where your bread and butter is at that age, apparently, <laughs> for that guy. <laughs> Girls with daddy issues. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to uh, do? Uh, she's got a lot of them. 
<laughs> she has more daddy issues than anybody. Which is really weird that she's opening up to a man that's much older than her, which just speaks volumes of what's going on behind the scenes and the writing for this yeah. film. Because it really makes you think about her psychosis and the fact that he's using that against her. I mean, even if you just ignore the whole magical paths to power and fame yeah. that they're using here, and then he's clearly using some kind of magic to be seductive for her, the responses that she has and the way that she opens up to him really just opens up a whole can of psychological worms that you don't really want to think too hard about. Exactly. Unless you want to be uncomfortable and feel icky, which no. I do. Well, yeah. But you don't. No. So we'll just move on. Thank you. Bill, at this point, pulls Alex to sign and accuses her of wanting to go ahead and do the Humpty Dance with the priest. Yeah, he says, why don't you just go upstairs and fuck him? Yeah, and she slaps him and walks away. Uh, which she should have then grabbed the priest and dragged him upstairs and fucked him. Yeah, well. But uh, he's yeah, not going to no, do it. He's not going to no, do that. No. no, I mean, no. That, that, that's how you fuck up and let some old asshole take your spot as head fucking cleric. The high priest. Yeah. High priest. Whatever. Yeah. Fucking shit. All the I'm fuck s- do I look like? I'm playing world. All I'm saying is you don't stick it where Satan claims it. You just don't. Yeah. Unless you want to get on Satan's bad side. Have you been lately? No. No. Non-existent entity. So no. Yeah. yeah okay. Not, not how you usually talk sometimes. I don't Still know. not a thing. I get it. I, that's why I thought it was weird that he was getting this whole this sort of shit. Get back to the science. Uh, so not a thing. No, science uh, is definitely a thing. Yeah, boss. That's, that's a thing, boss. Jesus. Next, he's going to send us a clip that says that the earth is flat. Oh, fuck. If you can hear me, boss, if you send it, I'll play it. <laughs> um, anyway, Alex and her mom get home. Alex can't stop talking about Thomas's eyes, and the mom's like, I'll even come out of retirement to bone that motherfucker if you weren't a priest. Well, Alex is talking about Thomas's eyes, and then yeah. the mom was and also the, talking about, about how, she, how she'd probably bone it. She, if he wasn't a priest, she'd come out of retirement. So she's dead. That's the thing is, I think he has some naturally seductive power because of his magic. It's, it's his Satan power. Yeah, yeah. That's how he's getting all this shit going. Yeah. So he's like, a creepy, he's a creepy looking bloke otherwise. So, right. But I, th- what I'm getting at is like the way that he puts women into trances and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's a, like a Dracula type yeah, thing. Yeah. Like how would you, like if that was your power, like how, how does consent work for you for that way then? It's not necessarily like you're slipping you don't use the power. Well, like if you emanate sexuality and people just want to fuck you constantly, how is it your fault, whether it's magical or theramone? Hold on, because you're trying to get through a loophole here, and you can find a loophole better than anybody I fucking know. (laughs) But I'm not letting you get a loophole here. (laughs) Okay. What if? Just saying. Because this is a power you have and you can control, so you don't use it on people to get them to sleep with you. So being sexy, whether it's pheromones or magical, you can control whether or not... you can't control, but you can't control your magical power. Now, if it's a magical power that's just thrusted upon you, you don't know how to control it, and Uh it's just something that happens, then that's different. You're not doing it. But if you're consciously using a magical power to make people sleep with you you are taking away their consent on purpose and that's bad but if you know that you have pheromones that make people want to sleep with you and that's genetic that's not fucking yeah but if you know that it exists and you use that to your advantage that's the same thing how do you use it to your advantage i don't know you let people catch a whiff constantly (laughs) like you're just you're just blowing that shit in their face (laughs) dude that's not real that's genetic (laughs) well i mean not not that it's not real but that's genetics man you again you can't help that (laughs) so if the magic just comes out uh-huh. and you can't help it, 
what if his magical powers is the same thing where he emanates this kind of sexuality that he basically maybe he's aware of it but he doesn't really have control over it and it just happens then then i mean then if that's the case Uh then you're not to be blamed because you can't control it either okay it's just something that happens if it just happens Uh and you get that's fine if you're controlling this magic then it's like using like a fucking roofie Uh and roofing somebody okay all right or like hypnotizing them and yes convincing them to do it exactly okay all right so now i know where the gray line is (laughs) now you know where there's a line in the sand here all right note to self (laughs) find magical spell makes you sexually irresistible but you can't control it but cannot control it hold on but Uh, if you would do the magical spell to yourself then you've kind of controlled that and that's also a problem so you can't you can't look up how to get the magical spell it just has to accidentally happen to you So he's still to blame, even if he can't control the magic, because he killed people for Satan to get the power. So no matter what, you have to get laid by sheer dumb luck. Yes, as it always has been and as it always will be. <laughs> Any, just... Anything else, that's rape. <laughs> it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Fuck. Inquiring minds want to know this fuck, kind of I stuff. Like, fuck, I feel like I could take the bar now how much I have to argue in this room across the table. Well, you know me. I love to play devil's you, advocate. You've really, you've really made me a better arguer, actually. It's like, kind of nice. Thanks a lot. I guess you're welcome. Uh, uh, Alex goes to a room and gets a phone call from Bill, and they're kind of making up there. Uh, Mom wakes up with masked figures in her her room uh she is screaming loud like how the fuck does alex not hear her? what's really interesting too is uh, the figures one of them has like a bunch of like chainmail bracelets and weird things like yeah. that and like like real special stuff that like puts him like more flashy than everybody else everybody else is just dressed in black with hoods and things yeah. like that and it's kind of reminiscent of the medieval monk stuff we saw at the beginning of the film with the cult well i'm pretty sure they have all the same stuff from back then right but it seems like it's been modernized and they now have pants instead of robes yeah but the hood parts of the same yeah well anyway uh the mom even grabs the phone and is screaming for alex to help alex how, how they not hear it well they're using magic to cloak the noise oh that's the only thing i can figure yeah all right i'll take that okay they uh grab a jug of some sort of booze and just pour it down the mother's uh, throat until she drowns and dies. They fucking gulag her, basically. Yeah. Uh, Bill uh, wants to go on a trip uh, with Alex and her mom. He goes, ask your mom now. She goes into the room and she finds her mother dead. Um, the uh, sister, Angela, and, and Thomas are talking about her joining the cult. And that is our next clip. Where's all that rage come from? The church is alive. And I could no longer live with that lie. What is that lie? The church is supposed to care about people. All they care about is power and money. I was a fool to believe in them, a fool to take my vows. The church is corrupt. And it's always been that way right down through history. Do you know that we were once part of that church? We were a medieval order which broke away in the 1300s during the plague. Since then we have been renegades, but we've always operated from a church. The devil's powers are stronger on consecrated ground. Satan himself is a fallen angel. Like the church, we too are concerned about power and money, but we don't deny it. We aren't hypocrites. Sister Angela, no matter how much power and gold the church hierarchy has, they eventually die. We don't. Our kingdom isn't in some afterlife. It's right here on earth. There were rumors about you and your people when I was in the convent. There have always been rumors. They've made some feeble attempts to put us out of business, but they always fail. 
You see, without us, they cannot exist. Sister Angela, five years ago, you made your vows to God. Are you ready to renounce them now? Yes. Are you prepared to make your vows to our church? There's nothing I want more. Unlike the church, our vows are irrevocable. Once taken, should you ever break these vows, your fate will be swift and terrible. I understand. She's just so plain Jane delivering her dialogue. Nothing yeah. nothing behind any of this at all that really makes you feel any emotion, which is probably good for when she's in the cult. They need to show that. Yeah, yeah. And I would really love her dialogue with a different actor or actress delivering it. That whole description of what she says about how she feels about the church. Yeah. That's 100% true. That's how churches operate. Okay. Uh, we go to her ceremony, and it's basically her washing everyone's feet, then disrobing down to a nighty, then hammers a crucifix fix uh so it breaks and then goes through some words so apparently you guys want to join a cult get to washing some feet bros yeah that's not how it works at all you do have to debase yourself but it's much worse than just washing feet they were just trying to figure out the most blasphemous thing that they could that was similar to you know the whole easter sunday ritual yeah of jesus and his disciples having their feet washed oh yeah and then the breaking of the cross it was a nice ceramic cross and it was really interesting to watch that shatter but yeah. i think you have to do a little bit more than break it but you know whatever well, what do you think you have to do? <laughs> I'm, I know you have to desecrate a cross, or they show that in some of the, like, you know, old school wood carvings of, you know, have you ever the satanic seen Bible. a satanic ritual? Not me. Like a real one? Personally, that I can talk about, no, but. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. You've never seen one personally you could, at all, or you've never seen one personally that you could talk about? Yes. Which one? <laughs> yes. It's really important. No, which one? I'm going to plead the fifth, Your Honor. Really? <laughs> this is the one where you plead the fifth. I'm not going to talk about it. Really? The first rule of satanic rituals is you don't talk about satanic rituals. That's fucking Fight Club! <laughs> Six of one, half dozen of the other, Matt. <laughs> but from what I've seen from the stuff that I have read about satanic rituals... <laughs> what you've seen from the stuff that you've read about... Alright, that's a nice roundabout way. I think you've covered it. Go ahead. <laughs> from what I've studied, in the ancient wood carvings, you debase yourself before Satan. Usually they show a witch kissing his ass or tongue-punching his fart box. Oh, you have to tongue punch somebody's fart box? Satan. Satan Satan's. specifically. In but, the wood carvings, that's what I've seen. But how, Okay, wait. But how do you find that in real life? Does Satan actually show up? <laughs> I don't know. Or, or do you ask just probably, probably, probably just the high priest or priestess, you're probably just tongue punching their fart box in the end. Let's step past that. Okay. The other thing that I've seen is where they offer a sacrifice like a child or a baby, uh -huh. and they defile a cross. You actually show a wood carving of someone actually stepping on a cross. So the, this ritual is sticking pretty close to it. Yeah. The problem that I have is the debasing part of it. It was just her washing the whole cult's feet. Yeah. That's fine, but they should have had her doing something else. Like tongue punching fart boxes. Or something else debasing, yes. Yeah. And then she strips down after the ritual and she's just in a nightgown. Yeah. That no. That, no, you're, no you're all nude. nude. Yeah, you yeah. gotta get nude. Yeah. 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 That's part of the debasing thing that you have to yeah, do. You gotta be naked. From what I've read and seen in wood carvings. In wood carvings? Yeah. From the fourteenth, fifteenth century. Yeah. When did you see these wood carvings? Well, they're on the back of like every black metal and death metal album. Oh, okay. And I have a few books. Okay. But that you've never seen one in real life. What? A wood carving? No. No, they're really expensive. No, 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 no. no. Just do your notes. Don't, don't worry about that. <sighs> you know, this would be great for the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> say that'd be a good story for the fucking show especially this show i was young and i had nothing to do with it okay you had nothing i'm not saying you did anything and i'm not saying you joined a satanic cult i'm asking you if you've seen anyone else join a satanic cult or has anybody told you that they've joined a satanic cult and what they did to join what are you fucking senator mccarthy get off my case <laughs> our 
are you now or have you ever been a communist? Well, I'm just wondering. We never really get to this point with you. Do your notes. God damn, fucker. All right, fine. Jesus, fucking tight-lipped bastard. All right. Uh, Grandpa is pissed about the killing. Uh, says it was a mess because now cops are actually asking questions. Um, yeah, but it, they made it look like she choked on her own vomit, so they actually did a good job. They did, but cops are just asking questions anyway at this point. Well, you know how we feel about that. Old cops are bumbling dummies. Thank you. I really, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, uh, Alex confides in Thomas uh, how much she misses her mom. Bill shows up, and Thomas tells her that it was a good idea for her to make uh, the move uh, to move in with her uh, Gramps. Bill seems surprised and not very happy about this. Uh, Gramps pulls Bill away to help him, while Thomas states that he misses Alex and gives her a kiss. Uh, and not just any kind of a kiss. Was, like he's trying to, mouth. Yeah, he's trying to get yeah. some tongue in there. And, that was, yeah. yeah. That's some kissing you get after someone gives you free candy. <laughs> and communion wine. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. We cut to there. It looks like they're like packing up uh, uh, Alex's things. Bill doesn't like the move. He states that Thomas is a bit off and doesn't act like any man of God he's ever seen. This causes Alex to explode at him that he is wrong and she storms out. Uh, we see the sister and Bishop, they're talking again. Uh, she states that she knows for a fact there will be a sacrifice at midnight on December 21st and that she needs to save her. The Bishop says that he knows of a way, but it will be very difficult, which I've seen the way that this happens. It didn't seem all that difficult. Uh, <laughs> uh, in fact, it, it seemed pretty self-explanatory. Ben finds a very doped up streetwalker, uh, an officer, a different type of drug. She shoots it up and passes out. Uh, she wakes up uh, again on the bed, kind of there, and Thomas sits down and tries his uh, vampire uh, hypnotized move. She is surprisingly okay with waking up in handcuffs naked on a bed. She says something like, how, yeah. how, how much did we, Yeah, how, how much did we party last night? Yeah, how much did we get some into? Weird stuff. Right, like she's totally cool with it. Like this is not something that she's not she, experienced before. She's probably woken up in a dark room covered in blood that's not her own. She was like, hello? <laughs> uh, Blackout <laughs> session, who dis? Yeah, who dis? I don't even know. Uh, do they have Pepsi now? Yeah, they probably do. More um, than likely. However, she is still fighting. She seems like his powers have no effect on her. So, she's already so debauched that he can't yeah. find a corner of her mind that he can hook into, And apparently. so she, he just breaks her neck uh, for the trouble there. Yeah, uh, and so Ben should be able to have a little before she gets cold. That, uh, well, Ben, he wants Ben to take her away, but he says he won't. Uh, we find out Ben was actually in the loony bin for killing three people, one of them being his mother. Looney bin is offensive to people with mental disorders like myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The mad shit house. Okay? Much better. Much better. Uh, anyway, uh, and he he states that Ben, uh, Thomas states that Ben is not one of them, and the, one of them, and he will be never be one of them. He's just a hired hand. Uh, ben said he was told he would be made immortal. Thomas said that he lied. Uh, looked like Ben's going to try to beat Thomas down, but then Thomas decides to beat the shit out of Ben. So we see Thomas has some superpowers as well. Well, he's the leader of a cult, and he's thousands of years old by Saturday sacrificing virgin offspring to Satan, and so yeah. he's bound to accumulate a lot of power. Yeah. He's also the high priest of this particular I know. I was, just, I was just making a statement. Here no, I'm just, I'm trying to back you up by yeah. saying all oh, this yeah. other stuff, so it totally makes sense that he would also be physically powerful. Oh, yeah. And he would basically let people assume that he's not. Oh, of course. Because you he's, also, hide your power. he's hiding a bunch of other things, except for the power to mentally force people to want to have sex with you. He doesn't hide that, is all he 
does not hide that. No. Still very wrong, Court. Wrong. I know. All right. You think it's wrong. No, Court. It, I don't think it's wrong, Court. It oh, you don't wrong. think it's wrong? Then why are you arguing? Court, it is wrong. I'm saying I'm not the only one who thinks that's wrong. Everyone should think that's wrong because it's wrong. It's not that I just think it's wrong. It's actually wrong. Uh-huh. All right. So you don't think it's wrong. I think it's wrong because it is wrong. Oh, because it is actually wrong. I think it's wrong. I think we need a second opinion on this. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no one should need a second opinion on this. Okay, so using magic to kill people is also wrong? Yeah, using magic to kill people? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's pretty wrong. Okay. Yeah, you should not kill people in cold blood. But if it's magic, it's not cold blood. It's just magic. No, that's in cold, cold blood means you're just killing somebody for the fact that you want to kill them. But what if you use magic to align all of these things, these events perfectly so that A, someone either wants to fuck you or B, they die? That's wrong. <laughs> That's so wrong. That's wrong on so many levels. I can't even no, no, begin no, to start. Not, not the same person for the like, like, like they have choice A or choice B. Oh, not like fuck me or die. Yeah. Even- Clip. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm saying like, if you set a bunch of events into motion that cause someone to want to have sex with you, you just set up a bunch of stuff. It's like you're dating them, but you just do a shortcut with magic. No, that's still they you- wrong. But that's because you're using a special power to try to get an outcome that maybe you wouldn't get without said superpower. Okay, well somebody sets me up with magic to make me brain myself with a doorknob and kill myself by like ripping my eye socket that open. That was wrong of them to give you that power. To do that, to use their power to try and kill me. Yeah. Alright, just, just wonder. Because they murdered you. You hear that, Dave? Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Damn. I just want to state that it's not Dave from Exploding Heads. Okay. It's a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. Well, Dave might have magical powers, but I don't <laughs> think he was the Dave that was trying to kill me. No. So many Daves. There's a lot of Daves out there. Um, Bill, me, uh, we, after all this, um, Alex has a nightmare that she is being sacrificed. So, uh, you know, and this actress is surprisingly and shockingly clothed for as nude as she was in the other film quite yeah. frequently. Yeah. Like they draped a blanket across her and everything. I know. Did, I don't know if we saw a censored version of the film or what, but Bummer. Like, <laughs> well, I don't feel like I deserve access to this woman's body. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, wow, we should have gotten that. I'm just saying it was a bummer. <laughs> Anytime you have an opportunity where you feel like you could have seen somebody naked in a movie, but you don't. Yeah, it's a bummer. bummer. I'm not saying that we deserve to see it. I'm saying it's just a bummer we didn't get to. Fair enough. All right. Man, we quantify a lot of shit on this show. You see what the internet is doing to us? If we say the wrong thing at the wrong time, we're fucking guilty forever of horrible shit. I'm telling you right now, this show's becoming the whole terms and services of a fucking thing that no one wants to read and just click accept. Well, that's what happens when you download. You agree to our terms and services of this episode. Uh, let's see here. Alex uh, meets, uh, Bill meets with Alex and he wants to go on a vacation over Christmas, but Alex doesn't want to leave. Uh, she has one of the grandfather that causes another argument and she storms off. The detective brings in a young woman named Judy to meet with Alex. He states that uh, Judy is underage and has been a prostitute. Uh, and if she can, um, if she can stay at the halfway house that Alex runs, she's, he's basically trying to give this kid a get out of jail free card you know give her a little bit of like a leg up and try and get her out of the life that she's in yeah 
Alex unfortunately says the shelter is full, but instead of throwing her in the prison, because if they do that, they might as well just throw away the key, she can stay with her. So uh, she ends up staying at her grandfather's house with her, and Judy is not happy about it. Of course not. No. She'd rather be out in a boot. (laughs) There's a lot of Canadian sorries going on in this film, including our main character of Alex. Like She says sorry quite a few times. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry boot that. Sorry boot it. Uh, Alex and her friend Brett are working out. Brett thinks that the cop has the hots for Alex. Uh, we see Ben working out in some uncomfortably short shorts for a man his size. Body positive. He's trying to change for his health, Matt. Let's not body shame him. Uh-uh, dude. He's being the weird guy in the gym staring at girls working out because I don't see him using that machine at all. At least not properly. Okay, well, I wanted to give Ben the benefit of the doubt, but you just make everything automatically sinister, including using magic to get sex. Are you... It, it really, you know what? The afterlife is going to be use the defense Feds and me as the prosecutor to see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so you're all fucked if that's your afterlife. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> At any given day, court might not care all that much. <laughs> yeah, let's get some alternative photography of that going. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. Yep, yeah, the afterlife. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, uh, later on, after the gym closes, Brett goes swimming, and Ben comes in. Uh, he kind of just stands there staring at her, and she gets all uncomfortable, and she's trying to convince him that her friends are waiting for her. And when she says she's going to leave, he jumps into the water, grabs her, and is able to drug her as well, and kidnaps her from the gym. This is why ladies are worried about jogging on their own or doing any kind of activity not in a group because of creeps like Ben who kidnap you for their satanic cult. Yeah, I still remember that uh, that Twitter hashtag that went around. What would you do if like all men like no men were outside from like like a 24 hour period or something or for that, or if they had a curfew like they had to go inside by 6pm. Yeah. And so many women were like, I'd actually go jogging outside. Like, like reading like their fucking Twitter responses were fucking heartbreaking yep. of what women feel like they can't do yeah i mean i don't do that stuff either but that's because i have an irrational fear of walking in the dark that the boogeyman's coming out my fear is very irrational their fear is very rational the boogeyman for them is very real unfortunately yeah yeah, yeah. their boogeyman is real mine's fake uh he brings her back and then he begins to touch kathy a little bit um inappropriately and uh thomas comes around starts slapping him around so telling him that he's never to touch the girls she's so. like in this weird trance like thing and she starts talking to him from the bag and like he's looking for a little bit of sex well this isn't brett he starts touching it's kathy he puts brett down kathy starts waking up and crying a little bit and he starts like stroking her hair and touching her shoulder yeah and looking uh, like he's moving down to the tit right before he gets by yeah uh bill and alex are making out in bed uh judy's listening to him uh alex then stops bill from going any further than making out um this is a really fucking uncomfortable scene yeah but you know what i mean bill stops i mean he goes okay oh i get it yeah but he does try again and then again and he keeps moving in for the kill if you will yeah 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 she she does have to kind of push him off which you shouldn't have to push a man off i mean she shoves him like hard enough to throw him across the room like yeah. it's it's like a floor press to get him off like she's trying to get him away from the pin right yeah. before the third count this makes judy snicker and she sneaks out uh bill lights up a cigarette and alex is like don't be mad and he's like i'm not mad he goes i'm not mad uh but that does lead to our next clip oh bill don't be mad hey no it's okay Al. really i'm not mad hey al remember remember that that charm the talisman you showed me do you still have it 
Talking about changing the subject. Yeah, why? I did a little more research. I found an exact copy of it in Montague Summers. It's a, it's authentic. A real artifact. It's ancient. Two, three thousand years old. No kidding. My mother had it on her body when she died. Mrs. Quinto had it in her hand. Don't you think that's a little strange? Yes, I do. And I think your phony priest has something to do with it. Oh, come on, Bill. Not, not all. this again. That's not all. I think your grandfather's involved. Why does he look so young, Alex? He should have a foot and a half in the grave and he's steady. He looks 50. You're nuts. Am I? Yes, you are. I don't think he's that nuts. Uh, he should have been like, and furthermore, your friend, the priest there, clearly has some kind of magical power that makes people want to fuck him. Listen, I and saw... that's wrong. He shouldn't be using that, according to Matt. <laughs> he shouldn't. I saw him. He was trying to wear you like a bowling ball. So just stop it. Uh, Judy is looking to try to turn some tricks and gets into a car being driven by Ben. She's on 53rd and 3rd. Yeah. Uh, Bill calls Detective Carr. He's worried about Alex and that she's in danger from her family. He thinks it's a strange cult. And the detective kind of is very flippant about any of the problems he has. He's like, unless they kill somebody, you know, just save me a piece of the chicken. You know, what's really kind of stuff. What's really great about killing people with magic is that you can't really prove that that's how you did it in the court of law. Yeah. So it makes it so much easier to get rid of people that you dislike. But that's why you can't do it. You shouldn't, shouldn't do, it. do it. Yeah, don't tell me what it's, I can and can't do. It's wrong. You're right. It's wrong and you shouldn't do it. Ending someone's life just because you don't like them sure that's not a good thing no it's not thank you um they're really annoying no no that doesn't work <sighs> so moral moral <laughs> the moral man it's well it is kind of heavy morals i mean it's the most basic of morals sometimes the world's a better place because you kill people with satanic magic no it's it's but it's not though it's never no it's not it's at least a little bit more tolerable for the moment that person's dead no it's not maybe for you exactly. what about their family what about their loved ones i'm not concerned about that oh my god yeah yeah, yeah, you. Why am I the prosecutor of the afterlife? You're the defendant. It sounds really fucked up. As <laughs> of right now, it sounds like I'm the defender and you're the fucking prosecutor. Sort of. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, he does say that he's worried. He wants to talk in person. He's going to get Alex and both of them are going to head to the precinct. He goes looking for Alex and that is our next clip. She's not at work. Now, where does she go? It's important that I see her. That's why, Bill, I believe she's in church. Church? What? Oh, Seton's church. Uh, yes, she went to see Father Seton. She's been feeling a bit depressed lately and... Uh... I don't know what I think anymore. When I'm not with you, everything seems normal. When I hear your voice, see your eyes. Tell me about your relationship with Bill. He knows there's something wrong and he's, he's blaming you for it. But he should be blaming me. He wants me to make love with him. And I keep pushing him away, but if I don't, I'm afraid I'm going to lose him. Listen carefully to me, Alexandra. Close your eyes and hear only my voice. Close your eyes and remember our kiss. Think only of me. Bill is not important. You and I are important. Forget about Bill. Do you understand me, Alexandra? Yes, Father. You trust me, Alexandra? Yes. You, you and I, we must be together. I will possess you, Mother. I will take your soul. Do you understand? Will you be willing to come here tomorrow, alone? I'll come whenever you ask. Will you be willing to give yourself to me? Yes, Father. Never forget, Alexandra. I love you. Yeah, that's a shocking abuse of power right there. Yeah, I'm just saying. See? See? Now you see. It'd All be right. different if it were me. I'm just no, saying. No, it's not different, man. It's not. I would find a way to make it less horrible. <laughs> you wouldn't. See, you think you would, but you wouldn't. You'd make it just as horrible, just your brand horrible. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, held up a beer. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but I, I guess I'm wondering whether or not I would be able to live with self if I if I, I could do it. I, I don't, don't think you could. Deep down inside, you're actually a good person. You shut right the hell up about that. <laughs> uh, How dare you, sir? <laughs> you take that back. I will not have you besmirch my character. How dare you besmirch my bad name? <laughs> uh, Bill is at the church, and as he tries to get in, Ben says it's closed. Bill uh, is asking a lot of questions, like where's Angela? Where's you know the Father Thomas? All this. Uh, all he get though is stabbed by Ben with a screwdriver. Bill's able to hit Ben with a two by four, and he goes running up the stairs screaming for Alex. Uh, Bill is able to make his way to the roof and. He actually finds a pretty thick cord and kind of a good hiding place where he could surprise attack Ben. However, he tries to attack him from the side instead of letting Ben kind of walk past him a little bit to get on his back to you know make the choke more effective. Uh, this pretty much makes it so that Ben is able to overpower Bill and throws him off the roof of the church to his death. It's important to note that he turns him magically into a dummy on the way down. Yes, he does do that. <laughs> Because everyone knows when you fall off in a satanic cultist church, you turn into a dummy midway through the fall. That's so that they know that magic was what pretty much killed you, and then therefore no court of law can prove that you murdered a dummy. Yeah, there you go. That's how it works. Uh, has nothing to do with the low-budget nature of this film. <laughs> Gramson, uh, that Addison or Allison or whoever the fuck it was, uh, the, some woman whose wife, they cheers it up to the, his, the, the soon-to-be... Uh, uh, sacrifice that he's going to do and to his future power that you know he's going to be the most powerful man he actually kind of insults her he goes you've been at this longer than I have and you've done nothing with your life you know the 13 years I've gotten I've already created this much power for himself and he's just like I'm, I'm you know just think of the power I'm going to get now he goes I will be a, the most powerful person of all you know everything that's a problem with someone who gets a little bit of power in them they start getting more greedy and power hungry and they start cutting down everybody else to make them feel better about themselves when they're insecure. It even happens in satanic cults, unfortunately. <laughs> Carr gets the call about Bill, uh, that Bill's dead. Uh, we are at a new ceremony for Judy, Brett, and Kathy to join the flock, and uh, they all disrobe. I'm going to call that a thank you movie. Yeah, that's a thank you movie. That's I'm fine. That's 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 cool, because it's a movie. If that's real life, that's not cool. Because they were in a trance? Yes. Oh, either way. <laughs> uh, uh, so they are joined to the... Uh, cult um uh detective Carr is having a breakthrough in the case and that is our next clip davis wake up oh damn enough please can we go home we've been in this room forever we're not leaving till we're through all right this charm or gizmo or whatever the hell it is is a common denominator in three of the four deaths alex parkman knew everybody on this list including the missing woman we don't know that Brett Schaefer is missing. Her boyfriend Norman called me. She's been missing four days. All right? I don't believe anything anybody named Norman tells you. Besides, as for Judy the Happy Hooker, we don't know that she is missing. She's probably taken up with some rich John somewhere. I still say this gizmo has something to do with it. Her boyfriend said cult, okay? And her family, they're involved. And so is that church. And stop! What are we talking Evil priests, devil worship, human sacrifices. Department Shrink will be fascinated. No, listen to me. How come no one was at St. Michael's when Bill King died? No nuns, no priests, no nothing. How come the doors were locked? What kind of church is that? And I suppose all these people on the board were attacked by Satan, maybe? Isn't that special? Oh, 
So we believe in the beyond, the supernatural, the occult, is that it? Oh, that's fine. Look, I don't need your help. I can do this alone. Jesus, it's freezing in here. Why don't they turn on the goddamn heat sometime? Well, what do you want? It's the first day of winter. What day is this? Must be Wednesday by now. No, 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 no. The, the date. December 21st. You know Christmas parties, Christmas bonuses? That's it. The winter solstice. They're going to do it today. Tonight. Midnight, probably. That's when they always do it. Do what? Do what? What are you talking about? Come on, let's go. Where are you going? That church to get Alex. We're going to get her back. They're going to do it to her tonight. They're after her. Come on! That was some Keystone Cops level of fucking acting in uh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex is called for in her sleep that it is time and to come to him. And it sounds like this time it's the actual devil talking to her. Yes, because we do see a little bit of the puppet in the background yeah. superimposed that stuff. Um, the cops do show up to the church and confront Father Thomas or however you want to call him. And that is our final clip. How dramatic. You must be from the police department. Cut the crap, fart breath. You must be Thomas Seaton. Indubitably. You have got Alexandra Parkman, and I demand to know where she is. I'm Detective Dan Carr, homicide. This is getting tiresome. Look, I've got a phone warrant against you for a number of suspected homicides. I have a mask to perform, and I'm late. I bet you've never seen one this big before, have you? Well, you take another step, and it may go off. <laughs> Not stopping. All right, put your hands behind your head and get on the floor. Really? You're going to call a dark priest fart breath? Uh, just weird. I, it's just get back to your notes. Fart breath. Ooh, you know, when you say it like that, it is really intimidating. See? Nice. I mean, it helps that you're also holding the same gun that guy had pointed at me. That's Mate. my penis. That's <laughs> no, that's a gun. <laughs> that big pointing that how big your penis actually might be then. <laughs> Yeah, if you have to carry around a dirty hairy revolver like that, yeah, and then call to the attention on how big it is, yeah, you've you probably are also driving an F one fifty. Yeah, <laughs> catch my drift with the dually wheels, even in the back, even though you don't work construction at or all, haul or haul ever. anything or do anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is now time for the end ceremony. Uh, she is giving uh, Alex is given a blood to drink. Uh, we see the creature is there, uh, the devil creature in all its quote unquote glory. <laughs> uh, it's wax dripped Muppet glory. Yep. Grandpa takes a knife and he's going to go ahead and plunge it in. And as he's getting ready to do that, everyone just starts fucking. Kind of a thank you movie, except for what Ben starts doing to the would be not. Yeah. Ben goes after sister Angelina or Angela, Angelina, Angela, which ordinarily, I guess, in this type of thing, the sex magic part of it is very important to their black ritual that yeah. they're doing. So she should be a willing participant. And Ben was counting on that. But when she wasn't, he but just decided. I go for it anyway. Yep. And as she finds him, she's able to break some glass that she had on her and slits Ben's throat. She runs up in the back and stabs Gramps in the back, uh, takes the knife and starts stabbing the demon. This starts causing everyone to wither away as like all the magical power they've been given all these years is now gone. Worst of all, his power to seduce people with magic. Yes. Uh, well, you don't know that because Thomas looks fine and is running up the stairs escaping. Uh, he even says that, you know, you haven't really stopped us. You know, you may have won this time, but you haven't won like all of it. You know, you stop short of screaming. I'll get you next time. Gadget. Yeah, next yeah, time. yeah exactly. Like, you know, I would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you pesky. Nuns. You undercover nuns. <laughs> Not the kind of undercover nuns I like to see, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. The three girls seem to have also been snapped from their trance. So the cops, the three girls and Alex and 
and Sister Angela escape. Uh, she said this is just how like it was when she was young. It was the prime evil. So they bookend the name of the movie in the scenes to bookend it. Uh, at the very end, we see Thomas. He is buying a new church and asking the young woman selling it to him if she would come with him to check the basement. Roll credits. Clearly, he hasn't lost that swarmy sexual power that he no, has. No, I don't think Thomas loses any power. It's everyone else beneath him. I think he's he's ascended to a different level. Like sure. probably, I think that demon there isn't. Of course, it wasn't exactly Satan. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. kill. It must just be the demon that gave all the groups their power. And I'm sure, in a sense, uh, I, I bet uh, Thomas reports directly to Satan. So that's why his power wasn't affected. Okay, sure. Let's let's go that I route. Know, fuck it. Why not? It just makes for a sad kind of weird ending where yeah. not everybody's defeated and they could have had a sequel should they have chosen to. Yeah. Prime Eviler is what it would have been called. Prime More primed for evil. More prime. More evil. Prime Eviler. Primer Eviler. Oh, so the swelling has finally gone down and I'm feeling a lot better, although my head still kind of hurts and it's a dull ache, but at least the swelling on my knuckle went down and I can bend my hand now. Yeah, that's good. Um, just to compare and contrast the two, uh, kind of variations on the theme, kind of the same thing. Instead of one being a hell mouth that they're attracting people who had escaped from before mm-hmm. it's the inner workings of this evil satanic cult that is sacrificing family members and direct bloodline to get extended lives and privilege and comfort and yep. joy and all this, this other stuff. director's definitely into satan and devil worship and cults like that or at least in this film it's two variations on the theme i think it's cashing in on the satanic panic of the time yes because this is prime satanic panic time oh is it prime like, evil satanic uh, panic time like, that these were made like it's uh, like the 80s it's like 88 or something yeah like, yeah, like, like where they're stealing babies from fucking hospitals to sacrifice. And if you, you really look into this particular movie, I think this particular movie storyline really fits in with a lot of the stuff that the satanic panic was accusing Satanists of doing, like the child sex ring stuff, the child sacrifice, all of that kind of stuff that you hear these horrible stories of them bringing in and sacrificing people for these satanic cults. Yeah. That's all there. Oh, in nice. this film. Yeah, that's And true. they actually tie it together with a really interesting story plot line. So the exploitive elements that would get butts in the theaters on 42nd Street is uh-huh. here, but the storyline that wraps around it is a lot more cohesive and makes sense. This one felt like the one that they planned out a little bit more, and The Lurkers feels like the one that they just kind of shot on the sly along with this, you know, sharing the budget. Yeah. And they just kind of worked it out to, to kind of get them done at the same time or around the same time of that year. There you go. Uh, just allow one of the main actors to grow uh, a stash and you're good to go. Or shave it off for the Yeah, or other shave it off. When he's I still think this scenes. one came second. It feels like it because it feels like they've really learned what they're doing filmmaking wise. Yeah. Uh, the other film actually had some really interesting shots and was cinematography wise was actually really well shot and really well produced. And this feels like they took what they learned from that film and extended it even more. There's more camera movement. Yeah. There's a lot more interesting things, especially in the ritualistic stuff. The coverage shots that they do is really well. I believe the covered. actress playing Alex did better in this movie than she did in Lurkers. Like yeah. almost like she learned more about acting. Either that or she connected to this abused characters in ways that I'm not really comfortable yeah, I'm not, talking I, about. I'm just going to go ahead and say she improved on acting because I'd yeah. rather have that be how it that is for her. That feels better for you emotionally. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. man, when she delivers that dialogue about what happened to her with her father, it is heart-wrenching. It oh, really rips you in it, two. It's disgusting. Yeah. But like she's just that powerful with it and it's really hard to watch and it's still affecting Matt to this very moment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's very fucking moment. uncomfortable. Yeah. So overall, the, the two films I really feel are quite an excellent purchase. I think they complement 
complement each other well. I can see why they're packaged together in a set. Yeah. And I feel like they are stronger as a whole than they are separately because watching Lurkers really helps complement Primeval. I think if you go the exact opposite route, if you watch Primeval first because it's the first one on the disc and then you watch Lurkers, yeah. you're going to feel a little bit of a step down. So I'm glad we watched it in the way that I, we did. I would too. Yeah. I would. If you're going to do this, guys, watch Lurkers first and then watch Primeval. And then it's going to go them, better for you. Then let them sit for a little while, let them stew, and then come back to them and watch them separately and kind of reassess the situation. Yeah. Because I feel like if I go back and watch Lurkers, I might actually enjoy it even more now. Yeah. Because I don't know if I, I, I don't want to say that I had expectations that were different from it. I just feel like there were so many story threads that they just left dangling. Yeah. And I feel like you could actually super cut the movie together where the cult also runs that that building and they're manufacturing their family members there. You know, like where you could have like a super story where the two things are all together. Oh, yeah. And that would be like super exploitative where like the cult has been running and they have these little like hellmouth buildings that they've developed. Yeah. And they have like basically they planted seeds, if you will, of family members that are supposed to die there for them to get these years. And the hellmouth, if the people escape them and they don't die in there like they're supposed to as kids, mm-hmm. then that other group is tasked with bringing them back in because they're debts that are owed to Satan, something like that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be a cool little thing to do. So I would like to mash these two movies together and make one super satanic film. Yes. Based on my own experiences and like, a cult. Like uh, the Constructicons of satanic movies. It's like merged to form the devastator of satanic panic films. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Yeah. I'll find a nerd way to fucking make that happen. <laughs> Usually referencing Transformers or wrestling, one yep. of the two. Yep, 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 yep. And if you can watch Transformers wrestles, it's all over with for you. So if that's the case, then yeah, I'm going to have a fucking problem. Especially <laughs> if the championship belt transforms into yet another Transformer, then I'll just have a heart attack and die because there's really nothing worth living for anymore. I've seen it all. I've seen everything I need to see in life. The pinnacle of your experience would <laughs> yeah. be wrestling Transformers. Yeah, well, that and then but if the wrestling belt they were fighting for also transformed, it would fuck me up. Nuns wrestling would probably do it for me. <laughs> Oil? Well, yeah, of course. Well, of course. I I'm mean, classy. I mean, you're not a fucking animal. <laughs> I got nothing really else to say about the movies. I pretty much laid out everything that I liked and disliked about Primeval as yeah. we were discussing it. Yeah, I think and we're... To, to compare and the contrast, I think we're good there. I think we're good. And then we move on to some news. All right, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for another podcast that definitely doesn't mind any of the dark, disgusting, disturbing things that we've been talking about because it may or may not be their bread and butter and kink. Especially being shamed, I'm guessing, you naughty, naughty persons. <laughs> we'll have a little bit of music befitting of Primeval. And when we come back, we will have some PSYOP news. Doms and subs, masters, mistresses, and slaves, owners and pets, daddies, mommies, and littles, primals and prey, switches, heathens, Kinksters and deviants, welcome to Legion After Dark. Legion After Dark is a movie review podcast with a kinky twist. I'm your host, Lady M, and every episode I'll be reviewing a movie with a BDSM or kink theme. I'll also be talking about books, sex toys, bondage equipment, all the fun things that make life grand. I'll be featuring a different kink each episode, and I'll even give you a song to sing to. So join us on Legion After Dark, coming soon to Legion Podcast Network. Yeah. 
a brand new god ready to be laid there and slayed there upon the brand new god the altar of the brand new god anyway so that pretty much covers everything that we were talking about in this whole sacrificial plethora of death destruction sex violence and other things that made primeval quite enjoyable to watch yes sure do we have any news that's gonna match that at all oh, it's not gonna bet satan but Aww. it's news fine give me this non-satanic There's a new type of condom on there that are called consent condoms. It can only be opened by two people. My gum has a cure for cancer. Yeah, they would have to both say that and then open up the condom. It has to be in stereo like That's that. That's interesting, but it also seems kind of tedious. <laughs> tedious? <laughs> yeah. Uh, bizarre new pack of condoms that can only be opened by two people at once have been launched to promote consent. This is uh, from The Sun, uh, by the way. A consent- I've had seven dicks inside of me. Well, All of them consensual. Yeah, yeah, but they, I mean, do you have to use all seven people open up that pack then you only need two uh, yeah, that's where it gets to be a gray area. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking another dick. Consent pack condoms open only when four hands simultaneously press special pressure points on the side of the packet. And it's other more sex news. Argentinian contraceptive <laughs> uh, Tulipan say the product will make consent during sex clearer. Shut up. Are you talking about penises? <laughs> Although it's not clear about how effective this will be. The company plans to give the condoms away for free at bars and at events in the Argentinian capital city of Buenos Aires. Your cum will probably taste better. Uh, the general director of the BBDO agency, which cooperated with the condom brand on the special pack, said, if it's not a yes, it's a no. I mean, that's that's a fact. I don't have a problem with what they're trying to teach. I just think that a condom wrapper or a package that won't open unless it's four hands may not be the best way to go about it. Yeah, right? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to... At least they're trying. I just think that it's a beautiful landing at the incorrect airport, you know? Yeah, right? Uh, this is like traces of death fucked a porno. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Trying to open a package with four hands, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, let's see here. Corpse fucking. Corpse fucking. Because I had some other ones here. Save sex with a dead thing. How dare you? I make money from my sex work. Yeah, what if you're a necrophiliac and then you need four hands to open the package? Well, then I guess you're not using a condom. Yeah, because then there's... Save sex with a dead thing. Or at, or at least, least not that one. Of. I mean, yeah, you use that condom. Finger bang a girl with a corpse hand? I, I would say no. Let's jacket or something. That's probably what... If you can't get the package open, that's yeah, the response. Just gonna, yeah, Let's jacket or something. 
Mm-hmm. Just pulling it just to pull it at that point. <laughs> pulling it just to pull it. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think that's going in the spank bank. Yeah, that too. I hate a toddler. Wow. <laughs> Holy and Jesus. there's a lot of weighing around. Mostly because I put my penis inside of you bareback. That's probably why I have a big problem with that packaging. Yeah, 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 because you need to you need to go Mostly bareback. Mostly because I put my penis inside of you bareback. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. That's you, the best part of being married. That Right? I mean, <laughs> holy geez, who needs to use any of the other stuff? Uh, Utah woman asked to smoke a bowl before being put in jail by authorities. Sounds like a reasonable enough request. Yeah, uh, after, I mean, but she was drunk on mouthwash. Old cops are bumbling dummies. Drunk on mouthwash. Yes. You yes. can't pay a bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. Uh, the uh, Ferris Swenson said she was, uh, let's see here. Oh, Actually, she said she was drunk on tequila, not mouthwash. Uh, let's see here. Okay. A Provo woman asked police officers if she could smoke a bowl of marijuana before they took her to jail for kicking the windows of her boyfriend's car, all while being drunk on mouthwash. America is a bunch of cunts. That she claims is now tequila. That's according to a probable cause statement from the Utah County Sheriff's Office. It seems cost prohibitive to try and get drunk on mouthwash. It seems like it would take you a lot more mouthwash to get drunk. You would think. But she's in Utah and they have weird regulations on their alcohol because yeah. of the Mormon church in Utah. And I, I've never I've never tried to get drunk on mouthwash. I mean, sure. I, mean, I don't know. Typically I'm just going after if I, if I have no booze in the house uh-huh. then I'm just, you know, the uh, the like the hand wipes and stuff like that. I just twist the juice out You're of those You're straining things. rubbing alcohol through yeah. burnt toast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, police say 20-year-old Francesca Delafina Ferris Swenson. Holy fuck, that's a long name. Yep. Was drinking mouthwash to get drunk when she called her boyfriend to pick her up and take her to or take and uh, take her up to Provo Canyon, <laughs> where I'm I'm assuming you can hear if you're really quiet. Lots of Mormon people not doing anything. No, they do remotely. soaking now. That's their thing. They what? Soaking. What's soaking? It's a thing. What is that? You don't know what soaking is? No, what's soaking? It's like docking. You've heard of docking? You ever heard that term before either? Were they like? Yeah, the docking thing I've heard of is that soaking and docking are the same thing. It's just different names for it, where you just put it in and you don't move. Oh, okay. So yeah, you just put it in them and they don't move at all. Neither of you move. You can't move. So it's like sex, but it's not sex because you're not moving. So therefore, God apparently but can't it, see you doing it. But it's penetration, right? God always knows when you penetrate. Clip. There has to be a clip. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the case, but according to the folks that are getting away with this whole soaking docking thing, that's just something that they're doing. Now. Is it docky different than like? Is it docky two dudes? Maybe I don't know. I thought docky was when one dude has foreskin and covers up the other dude's dick. I've not heard that term. <laughs> really? Why do you know what that is? That's <laughs> fucking Reddit is a scary place. <laughs> when you're drunk and it's three in the morning and you've delved out holes, man. I've only ever heard docking and soaking used in the term of yeah. putting it in and just leaving it there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all fucking weird. <laughs> fucking Mormons are crazy ass people. This like foreskin docking thing that you just described yeah. is like even more disturbing to me than everything <laughs> else. Oh, it should be, man. That's some weird ass shit. I don't know what anybody gets out of that. Do you get pleasure out of that? I don't think you could. Do you scream open the Bombay doors once it's over with? Is it like, do you do London Bridge falling down with it or... How does that work? I don't know. If you're into that sort of thing, folks, we're going to need some uh, information on this. Yeah, you're going to have to tell us. You're going to probably want to slide that into DMs because we don't know if you'll get zucked for that or not. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to get zucked on that one. Um, and if you explain it to us, we'll we'll describe it on the air and tell people what's up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while driving, police say Ferris Winston got angry with her 
the boyfriend. And started, it's going to cost you some serious cock. It started kicking the windows of his car, damaging at least one window. I'm a cunt. This is not the sickness with which I am down. <laughs> uh, the boyfriend decided to take her to her parents' house, but when they arrived, police said that she started kicking the windows again and her parents would not let her inside. Afraid of vaginas? Police were called and found her walking down a road with her feet bleeding from broken window glass. My Fucking HPV out. will cure what ails you. She had a bottle of mouthwash with her and told cops she had been drinking it. Before police <laughs> took her to jail, they say she asked them if she could smoke a bowl of marijuana, telling cops she had a pill bottle with weed in it in her pocket. All cops are bumbling dummies. You can't pay a bail? Well, I could probably fix that she for a She's one count of the each of the following misdemeanors. Purchase, possession, consume of alcohol by a minor, possession or use of a controlled substance, and criminal mischief. It's micro-penis time. Christ, let's go lick some assholes. So there you go. There's the news. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's thoroughly depressing. Yeah, it is. That's the news anymore, man. <laughs> okay, so my, my... I can't find any more good and funny horse sex news anymore. <laughs> Two questions I have right off the bat from this last article. Uh-huh. How much mouthwash does it take to get drunk, and is it economically viable compared to just getting drunk on cheap boots? Yes. That's the first question. There's what she looks like. All right. All right. I mean, I don't know if that's important to you. Not really. Okay. I mean, clearly, if she can walk with broken glass in her feet while drunk on mouthwash, she's your kind of girl. Ooh, I don't want to be pigeonholed by that, but... Kind of? <laughs> the second thing that I want to know is what you brought up, what you think docking is with that whole... Yeah, like, that's what I heard with docking That whole, was. like, foreskin, like, interconnect Lego I was, lock yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I read. Uh, <laughs> fucking so, Reddit slash 4chan. So I need listener feedback on both of these things. But it things. was definitely 4chan where I read that, so it wasn't Reddit. <laughs> well, that's your it, problem. And it's terrible. It's all fucking terrible. And the deeper you get, the more you red pill yourself, and the next thing you know, you're shouting. Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. Did you really... I mean... <laughs> Take that out of context. That's just <laughs> fucked up. Uh, well, oh, tears are good lube. They really are, though, especially <laughs> on Valentine's Day if you're alone. Wow. <laughs> With that very dark and horrific stuff, we're going to take one final break here. We're going to play a podcast promo for a podcast that really wishes it wasn't equated to any of the shit that we discussed here on the news, particularly Matt's definition of docking. It's <laughs> not my definition. I read it on the Internet. Sure. Well, I That's did. not from your own personal experience. We'll have a little bit of music befitting of I'm not that exciting. Prime Evil. And when we come back, we will close out this fucking weird ass, headache inducing, and caused show. Hello, this is Rod Barnett, the host of The Bloody Pit, the podcast about eclectic film from across the decade. On The Bloody Pit, we've covered Godzilla movies, Doctor Who movies starring Peter Cushing. The Outer Limits, Fu Manchu, Doc Savage, old radio shows, my favorite movies of all time, a Lucio Fulci film or two, 1970s science fiction movies, and a long series on the films of Italian maestro Antonio Margheriti. So if you're curious to learn a little bit about some of the stranger areas of cult film and television, join me and my rotating group of co-hosts on The Bloody Pit. You might even learn something about Coffin Joe. And that's scary, people. Very scary.
Black Sabbath. Fucking A. I can never get enough of that fucking song. I remember like in that whole Satanic Panic thing, there was this uh, documentary film. I think it was called Hell's Bells or something like that. They played it at my mom's church like all the time for the teenagers to try and get us scared and away from metal. Yeah. And, you know, all of that Satanic music and uh, basically anything that they mentioned about being evil, naughty, and wrong, I immediately went out and tried to find. Oh, okay. And they referred to this song, Nativity in Black, as an altar call for Satan. Nice. And still thinking about that to this day. I'm just like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, you can find us on our main landing and launching page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. You can also join our satanic cult known as the Facebook group Cinema Psyops. We are on Facebook. I am Court Psyops. Matt is Matt Psyop. He's the plank that is yellow jaundicey looking and brutal which is basically the plank from ed ed and eddie with the face of the guy from metalocalypse yes that's all matt is yes he's hiding his actual face and you should be glad that he does yes you can email feedback to matt psyopmatt at gmail.com let him know that that whole thing about what he thinks docking is that's not a thing i think that's a thing uh so not a thing that's a thing still not a thing fuck you what do you know (laughs) you can email feedback to court cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com let him know that magical path to fortune fame and power as well as using it for sex or to get rid of a person that you dislike is all wrong and he should stop doing it you really uh, wait you're doing it no not at all just ignore that you can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats I'm at court underscore psyop and he is at psyop Matt it's kind of back to being the hate filled shit fest this week but it's not so bad I've gotten a lot of great uh, reviews and uh, things that have popped up so okay that's cool i just want to interrupt you real quick because i just fucking googled it uh-huh i did sex docking top thing urban dictionary the act of placing the head of one's penis inside the foreskin of another's penis just want you to know that that actually is a bookmarked favorite on matt's current <laughs> android phone he didn't google that he just hit the favorite button <laughs> speaking of places that you could probably see photos of that that instagram site <laughs> Do you think they'd show that on Instagram? I think no, they would ter- edit it out. There's it a just, terms and service just, there. Just be a black bar. <laughs> that black bar. <laughs> But if you subscribe to their Patreon, I'm sure you could get that in high res. Oh, yeah. Taken by a professional photographer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. And we are cinema underscore psyops on there. It's mostly pictures of my cat, whatever keto level I'm at, because Matt doesn't post on that because he hasn't created his own Instagram. No. He's too busy on Grindr. <laughs> I think I have that kind of body. <laughs> well, folks, if you have that kind of body and you're out there working your own personal grinding, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch.